Football is on the air. This is the Coach's Pregame Show, brought to you by Furniture Direct. Get more than you expect when you shop Furniture Direct, just south of the Sonic Drive-In in Hastings. And good evening. Welcome to High School Football tonight on 1230 KHS. Got the semifinals in Class C2 tonight. He's seeing St. Cecilia getting set to take on Aquinas Catholic as we spent a couple of minutes with St. Cecilia head coach Carl Tesmer. And coach, uh, a chance to take uh, another team to uh, to Lincoln for the finals. This is obviously a big step for you guys. Oh, we just had a great year, Mike. You know, if someone was going to tell me, and, and you plan on it, you know, you think you're going to have a good year because you, you know you've got a lot of talent. We've got a lot of uh, skilled people. And we weren't blessed with a lot of, of uh, depth in the line either, either way. But those people have come, you know, stayed with us there and stayed healthy. And, you know, Kierkegaard, I think, has played every game. And Poppy's played every game. And Mike Wall's been in every game. And, you know, we miss Gonzalez terribly, of course. And, but, uh, you know, to think that those guys, those mainstays that, we, that, that, that were our senior leaders are still in there, which is great. And then we had our good skill people, you know, go on for a while. But we missed Kitten for about four or five games. And Tino's been, he's basically played half of what we thought he could play, but we got, we're happy to have that because we weren't sure he was going to get anything. And then you go, uh, you know, and, and then, of course, uh, Seeley gets hurt, and, and he's up, up back, and then he's hurt again. And, and uh, you know, Mr. Steady there, uh, uh, Hunter Fisher, uh, gets, gets banged up. And so, you know, we, we can lament a little bit uh, about where we're at with those people, but uh, I, feel for those, I feel for them, not for us, but for them, because they're kids that want to play. They want to play. They play hard. They've given everything they had to the to the sport, and and here they are going to have to watch tonight. But uh, but even then, we're still in this thing. You know, we're in the semifinals, and and we're eleven and zero, and we're district champions, and and uh, we got a chance uh, to to go to Lincoln, and and that's all you ask for is a chance. So we're in a, we're in a better position than I ever dreamed we'd be in, Mike. Coach, a lot of people uh, talked about Aquinas and Saints as a uh, meeting up somewhere during the playoffs. How did you really keep your focus uh, on the season? You guys uh, rolled past a lot of the teams that we faced this year. You know, I think it was the injuries. I just, you know, we were so uh, so busy putting ourselves back together every week that that we really didn't have a chance to do anything but just focus on getting people ready to go. And and again, that's a tribute not to the, to the younger kids too that responded so well. You know, Zach Glass that played uh, three or four different positions uh, on on both sides of the ball, and 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 you know the uh, the the. Um, <laughs> Uh, the people that have stepped in for us at various positions and, and just uh, helped us along. So focus, you know, it was one one game, game at a time and uh, one week at a time, but we were so banged up that I think our focus was just on trying to get something ready, something presentable. And, uh, and you know, I think that's a chance to really uh, uh, talk about our coaching staff too with Coach Aarons and, and Coach Barrett and and, and uh, Bill Vogel. And, 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 you know, Jim Jackson helps us out tremendously on the mic. And, and Coach Conan's in there every night uh, coming by to help us out and then Seth Alley just just does a great job with our uh, our uh, offensive as our offensive coordinator he's put together a package that I think at least is going to give us some kind of a chance tonight to at least uh, who knows maybe win the game uh, but certainly maybe be in it you have to come uh, overcome another injury tonight and Hunter Fisher he is out obviously a big hole in the uh, the offensive uh, wheel so to speak Oh, I think he's, you know, I think he and Dayton are probably two of the best backs in C2. And, and uh, you know, again, I feel for us it's going to be difficult. Yes, you don't replace people like that. You just fill in and, and try to get a good effort from uh, Sam Clark and, and Hunter Stewart and, and people like that. But but back to those, I, I feel for them more than anything because they are young men that love the game of football and, 
and want to be, be in there tonight. And, you know, we'd like to feel sorry for ourselves a little bit, but, but really I feel for them just because of, of the great uh, young men that they are and the, and the tremendous uh, effort they've given to football. I think uh, last week I, I looked down and your top three running backs all on the sideline, all receiving uh, medical attention. Uh, Hunter Fisher will not play tonight. Deaton Seeley is going to be iffy uh, at best in, in the ball game tonight. So those are your top two running backs, and guys have rushed for about 1,000 yards between the two of them. Well, that's right. And, uh, you know, and, and Grant Schmidt is starting to really pick it up there, and, and he knows uh, his role as far as our quarterback. He has really, really improved with the season. And, and of course, Kitten's become a bigger target now that he's back and healthy, and, and uh, his receptions are up there around 20 now. And, and you know, if he has a, a, the night that we think he's going to have tonight, he'll tack on him maybe another eight or ten more onto that. We'll see. But, you know, it's just uh, we're just piecing things together. Now, if we can play good defense, that'll be the key tonight. If we can somehow stop that machine of theirs just for a little bit, I think we've got enough that we can we can do something with the ball if we can just get get it get it and hang on to it and and uh, and, and get something done that way. Grant Schmidt last week against the Utan threw 19 passes in the ball game. He completed 11 of them for 164 yards and a touchdown. I think if you're going to win this ball game tonight, you might have to throw the ball. And Grant Schmidt is coming off of a very good performance last week. Well, you know, yes, he is, and he plays with confidence. And you know, he and Coach Alley seem to be right on the same page there when it comes to running our offense. And we've, and as I've watched the whole thing, you know, that come together, it's just I like what I see. There's a lot of people, and we got a lot of good receivers there. We have people that can catch the ball, and they're running good routes. They're, the spacing and timing is good. So hopefully, we'll get enough time up front, you know, that we can get some of this stuff off. But a lot of these passes are, you know, that the short passing game, and then of course some of the, the medium and the longer range but so we need a little more time and Aquinas comes at you with so many blitzes and so many stunts and and they've, they've got probably as good a football team as as he's as coach Mimic has had in a long long time and he's had some good ones hey we'll come back and uh, talk about the monarchs as our pregame show continues after this get more than you expect Direct. Feeling like you need to go out of town for the best value on your new furniture? Why waste your time when you can shop Furniture Direct in Hastings? Furniture Direct has everyday low prices on top name brands like Ashley, Simmons, Beautyrest, and Catnapper. Plus, get more than what you expect with express delivery, no interest financing, and friendly hometown service. Why drive when you can get more than you expect? Furniture Direct, behind Sonic on South Burlington in Hastings. It's the Class C2 state semifinals here tonight at Duncan Field. As AC Saints to say, will score off against Aquinas Catholic. You mentioned their defense right before the break, Coach. This is a defense that allows only, what, 4.6 points per ball game. They give up 90 yards per ball game. Uh, what are they doing on defense that's uh, so tough? Well, first of all, they're in their 3-3, and, and uh, that's something they've changed. You know, that, that's a change for them about two, three years ago. And it's the defense of the – everything's changing, Mike. You know, you got the spread in, and now that 3-3 three, three to – to, to combat the spread, but that three three can be used in a lot of different ways against a lot of different formations, and so uh, it still comes down to personnel. You know, you can draw the X's and O's all you want, but they've got tremendous athletes, and and you know, Mike, they're about three and four deep on on uh, their, their teams. So you know, they could put another two two or three teams out on the field if they want, and and still get that kind of production from them. And I always joke a little bit. I said I think they can run that offense on the pavement or on a golf course or or out in a cow pasture and still get yards. They just it's so methodic and, and uh, so difficult uh, w- to stop because everybody's on sync. You know, it's a, it's a team effort on offense uh, 
But again, their defense, uh, probably the same way, you know, just personnel and people up front. And, you know, I'm just glad that we're not underneath there in the in, in the I formation tonight because we, we just we don't have the line yet or, you know, that we're young. We don't have the, the depth there. Plus, we're, we're short on the backfield in that situation, too. So uh, either way, they're going to give us all we want. But what we're, but I like what we're going to do tonight. We're going to try. We're going to give it our best shot. And uh, we got the right people to do it with, and we've practiced well. Mike, you got to practice well. We've done that, and I think we're going to play well tonight. Frustrating thing is that we know what, what Aquinas is going to do on offense. They're going to run the football. They, they get close to 400 yards per ball game offense. There'll be a majority of that on the ground. So we know what they're going to do. Now the problem is uh, just stopping that rushing attack. Well, yeah, right. Always easier said than done, and, and uh, we are, certainly aren't going to sit on them. You can't sit on them. You've got to stunt. You've got to put your people in different positions and then these, and you have to get lined up you know and we talk about getting lined up with our, our players all the time because just that half a yard difference makes a difference as far as what gap you've got for responsibility and things of that nature but uh, you know and then of course we're young uh, you know I, you know with, with uh, Star and, and Clark in there a couple of sophomores at linebackers going to be difficult on them but they, they've responded well they play hard they're going to give us their best shot I know they are and, and you know we're going to grow up from it you know but that doesn't always help you this year but, you know, but we are going to get better. I know we are, and, and they're going to play well, and they're going to give us their best shot. But it, it's, you know, sometimes it can be men against boys depending on, on seniors and sophomore leadership. And, and you just, again, get lined up properly, get in the right place, and then make the play when you get a chance. So Star and Clark will be filling in on the defensive side of the ball for Hunter Fisher and probably about the same story on the offensive side of the ball, kind of a running back by committee to try to uh, chew up his yards. For sure, and you know, uh, and then and he's throwing Hunter Stewart in there, and you know, with Stewart and Starr and and Clark, I mean, there's three out of four linebackers that are sophomores and or a junior and two sophomores, and, and you know, well, actually, and then you throw in Farmer out there at uh, at 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 uh, corner as, as a sophomore, so you know, we've we've got a, enough young people out there that that uh, are going to have to try and and give us their best game tonight, and and uh, but that's they have all year. I, I you know, we're proud of this team. Extremely proud of them. Happy to be where we're at. And you know that each time you win, you're going to get somebody that, that survived. And it's just a little bit tougher, you know, each week. So, uh, you know, we, we know that. And, and that's the reward you get for winning. But that's okay. Uh, it just means that, you know, you've had a great season. And, and, and you've you're you got a chance. You put yourself in a position to play in Lincoln. All right. How do we how do we pull the upset? I think this is the first time this year that uh, we might be considered the underdog in this uh, ball game. Do do you relish that role? And how do we pull the uh, upset tonight? I I just you know hopefully they come in just a little flat. You know they've got to do their part. Maybe a turnover or two, and and then you know if we can pick up some momentum, get a score early, uh, show that we can do do something with the ball. A lot of the teams, as we've watched them on film. Uh, you know, they come out all fired up, and for two or three series, they just get nothing done, and then and they get scored upon, and so they begin to think that, you know, there's no way they're going to, you know, as the points rack up and you get behind, there's just no way you're going to come back in that game. And so it becomes a mental thing, too. So, you know, we'll have to fight all the way, and uh, we'll have to get something going on offense and maybe a turnover or two. Okay, good luck today. Thank you. Carl Tesmer, head coach for Hastings Saints to say, stick around signing lineups. A play by play description up next. Hastings Saints to say, and Aquinas Catholic tonight on 1230 KHAS. You've been listening to the Coach's Pregame Show brought to you by Furniture Direct. Get more than you'd expect when you shop Furniture Direct, just south of the Sonic Drive In in Hastings, and online at FurnitureDirect.com. 
Stay tuned. Play by play is up next on Hastings Link to High School Sports. 12.30 a.m. KHAS Radio. Five Points Bank of Hastings has again been awarded a five-star rating by Bauer Financial Research. We know our customers appreciate having their local community bank at the top of safety and soundness ratings. We are very proud of the five-star designation and will work hard to maintain this level of excellence. Knowing our community and knowing our customers, it's what sets a community bank apart from others. Five Points Bank of Hastings, member FDIC. The Food Cupboard is the smart shopper's first choice. Food Cupboard is open from 9 to 6, Monday through Saturday, across from Good Samaritan Village. Stop in today and find huge discounts on groceries, health and beauty products, cleaning supplies, pet supplies, and general merchandise. At the Food Cupboard, it's the same stuff at half the cost. Food Cupboard now accepts EBT, debit and credit cards. Located in the old Honda shop at the intersection of Highway 6 and D Street in Hastings. High School Football is brought to you by the KHAS Radio Sports Boosters. Local business, supporting local youth and local athletics. And hi again, everybody. Welcome to High School Football tonight here on 1230 KHAS. Field is the Class C2 State Semifinals here tonight as the Blue Hawks of Hastings St. Cecilia get set to take on the Monarchs out of Aquinas Catholic. I'm Mike Will. I'll call the play-by-play for you tonight. Jimmy Purcell joins me alongside Aquinas coming in. A record of 10 wins, one loss on the season. Hastings St. Cecilia, they are undefeated on the year at 11 wins and no losses. But a lot of folks had their eyes on this uh, matchup here for the 2015 state playoffs. And, Jimmy, these uh, two great football programs, uh, unfortunately, meeting here in the semifinals. This very easily could be a uh, state championship game, but we will be uh, matched up here in the state semis with uh, the winner moving on to uh, Lincoln here in about uh, 10 days to play for the state championship. Well, it's kind of one of them situations where you just hate to see a couple of teams like this meet in the semifinals and not down in Lincoln. But uh, you look on the other side of the bracket where there is uh, Oakland Craig and also uh, Battle Creek. Battle Creek is a tremendous football team. We've seen them the last couple of years in the playoffs down here, and uh, they have had St. Cecilia's number as well. But the game tonight, yeah, this is one that uh, folks have been looking forward to. We've even been talking about, and it's been one step at a time for the St. Cecilia team trying to get here they have steamrolled much of their competition all the way through the season it's gotten a little bit tougher as the playoffs have gone as you would expect and it doesn't get any tougher than tonight when you're taking on a team in uh, david city aquinas a team that's 10 and 1 on the season a very storied program they've got a head coach that's very familiar with ties with saint cecilia he was a coach here several years ago and ron mimic he's put a record together of 213 wins 61 losses over his 25 years at david city he has built a, a tremendous program and the one loss for the monarchs to a c1 columbus scotus football team who was very good ranked very high in c1 so this is going to be a tremendous matchup here tonight and uh, at duncan field I think for the first time here this season, like we talked in the pregame show, I think Saints is saying the underdog in this uh, football game. Of course, uh, dealing with a lot of injuries. The big one is that uh, running back where Hunter Fisher will miss uh, the ball game here tonight. We feared the worst when he went down last week right down in front of us with the uh, the collarbone injury, broke his collarbone. He will not be in uniform at all tonight, be on the sidelines cheering his football team on. So that is a huge loss. You've got a guy that's rushed for over 1,200 yards on the season and put up 18 touchdowns. That is a big, big loss. You look 
look at him as far as on the defensive side of things. He was a tremendous standout there for Randy Aarons and his defense. So that is a huge loss. Another big key injury. He's in uniform is uh, Dayton Seeley. Seeley's rushed for uh, over over uh, 800 yards on the season, and he is in uniform. But how much they'll be able to use him? We've been kind of watching the uh, warmups, and he's been out there. But how healthy he's going to be on that uh, that ankle is going to be a, a key here tonight. If not, we're down to a couple of sophomores back there running back. So that's going to be a, a big thing there. If that's going to be the case and Seeley can't really go, I expect for St. Cecilia to try the troll the football around a little bit more. They've got a host of good receivers with Tino. Kittens had a couple of good games here in the playoffs. So look for them to throw the football around a little bit. That offensive line is intact, and it's done a pretty good job all year long. Grant Schmidt, 11 of 19, throwing the ball last week against UTAN. The 19 uh, tosses have been the, the most passes that Acing St. Cecilia has thrown for a while, so maybe they were gearing up for this thing uh, last week. Grant Schmidt's had a, a very good year at quarterback, too. Well, he really has, and Grant's not afraid to tuck the ball in and run. He's got tremendous speed, some good moves, and that's going to be something they're going to need tonight. But again, it's all one up front. You know, these guys can run for run for 1,000 yards on a season, but it doesn't happen without big bodies and good manpower up front, and they have been able to open up some tremendous holes and get these backs out into the open now they're going to probably have to do a great job of pass protection and maybe get grant to roll out and try to find some guys downfield i think that's going to be a real big key with the injuries that saint cecilia has sustained here in the playoffs and you're listening to the class c2 state semifinals here tonight from duncan field as he's seeing saint cecilia gets sent to take on aquinas catholic we have seen aquinas uh, over the the past 10 years we've seen him twice in the state playoffs last year we lost to him in the second round. St. Cecilia went toe-to-toe with this team, had a couple of late turnovers, and the ball game got away from us as Aquinas knocked off St. Cecilia last year in the second round, 21-10. Saw him back in 2005 and lost also in the second round to Aquinas by the score of 35-7. to So despite all the great football teams that St. Cecilia has had, we are 0-2 against Aquinas. Yeah, they are a great football team, and... We're getting ready for the uh, national anthem. It, when it works, it works. When it doesn't, it doesn't work. It's a good thing we're, we're coming down here to the uh, end of the season, and we'll get sent for uh, football action here tonight from a 1230 KHS, as you were saying. Oh, my goodness. But uh, when you get down to this uh, time of the year, Mike, we talked about uh, the tremendous teams that are always there year in and year out. And Aquinas always seems to be there. St. Cecilia finds a way to win. They get there and Battle Creek. And, again, we've seen both of these teams in the playoffs quite often over the past several years. And, uh, again, this is going to be a game you talk about near-perfect games that St. Cecilia is probably going to have to play tonight to be able to upset this uh, Aquinas team, and that's going to be the case. Turnovers are going to be key. Special teams are going to be key. And it's going to be a true test for the Hawks here tonight. All right, so we're sneaking up on game time. We'll take a break. Temperature here at game time is going to be 50 degrees. Winds are going to be out of the southwest tonight at about 4 miles per hour. We're going to have kind of a a late-arriving crowd here tonight because of the St. Cecilia volleyball game in uh, Lincoln. And congratulations to the Hawkettes. They'll play for the state championship tomorrow as uh, Hastings St. Cecilia beat Guardian Angels up in the state volleyball tournament today, 15-25, 25-21, 25-23, and 25-14. They'll play Stanton for the state championship tomorrow afternoon at 1 o'clock. We'll take a one-minute timeout. We'll come back. You're listening to High School Football tonight on 1230 KHIS. If people look at the history and what Mary Lanning has attempted to provide for a hundred years is amazing. I would hope that within the next hundred years, the hospital and its staff would not lose sight of its history. 
why it's here, why it was developed, why Mr. Lanning put it together, and why it was called Mary Lanning Memorial Hospital. I think Mary Lanning's role in the community will always stay strong and the hospital will always be something that the community will be proud of. I see it as remaining a community hospital that provides the best service for the people of this area. Celebrating 100 years of inspired care, Mary Lanning Healthcare. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here in uh, Duncan Field in Hastings getting set for the C2 state semifinals here tonight. We'll get you the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings. Locally owned, locally managed with friendly service, three convenient locations, and a strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. So for Hastings St. Cecilia, we're going to go uh, with a starting lineup that looks like this. Grant Schmidt will be your quarterback, 190 and a junior. They gave me a, a running back duo of Hunter Stewart, 150 and a junior, and Chris White, 160 and a sophomore. Don't be surprised that we see a Dayton Seeley in the backfield for St. Cecilia when they take their first snap here this evening. Zach Kitten will be a tight end by a big part of this ball game tonight, 210 and a senior. They're going to try to give him the ball here tonight. Chris Lee will be your flanker, 140 and a senior. Cass Howell and Tina Wall underneath that uh, split end tonight. And across the front, Josh Bulky will be at left tackle. Nathan Starr in at left guard. Braden Poppy will be your center. Mike Walls at right guard. And Seth Kierkegaard at right tackle. St. Cecilia on defense tonight. Seth Kierkegaard, Mike Walls, Braden Poppy, and Zach Glass across the front. Linebackers for St. Cecilia, Hunter Stewart, Nathan Starr, Zach Kitten, and Sam Clark. And in the defensive secondary, Grant Schmidt, Cass Howell, and Grant Farmer. For Aquinas here tonight, Spencer McGuire will be your quarterback. He's 5'8", 160, and a senior. Noah Balin will be uh, one of your running backs. Connor Caranda will be the other one. And then Lane Napier will be the third one. They'll have uh, three running backs in the backfield here tonight. They're going to have Mike Jacob as the tight end, and Brandon Darrow will be over there at in. And the offensive line, and it's a good one for Aquinas. Matt Kindler will be your center. Mitch White will be your left guard. Brandon Conti. Brandon Kotz will be your uh, right guard. Nate Ermacher will be your left tackle. And Kyle, uh, Kyle Ruth will be your right tackle. For Aquinas on defense, they're going to go with uh, Brandon Kotz at defensive tackle. Nose guard will be Kenton Kobza and Matt Kindler will be a defensive tackle. They go with, uh, what, five linebackers. Lane Napier, Spencer McGuire, Mitch White, also uh, Noah Palin, and also... Brandon Swoboda, and on the defensive secondary for David City Aquinas or Aquinas Catholic, you've got James Kobza, Connor Caranda, and also Nolan Helgeth in the starting lineup here tonight. Your starting lineups are brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings, locally owned, locally managed with friendly service, three convenient locations, and a strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. So the state semifinals being held tonight in classes A, B, C1, and C2. In fact, all the action basically getting underway here at about 7 o'clock across uh, the state of Nebraska. One afternoon game today in Class A, and it was a Danny. Millard North beat Bellevue West today in overtime by a score of 35-34. So Millard North moves into the state championship game in Class A as they beat Bellevue West this afternoon by a score of 35-34. And there's the introduction of the lineup. Uh, Dayton Seeley is going to be introduced as a uh, starter. So Seeley, who's been uh, nursing a high ankle sprain the past couple of weeks, 
and trying to give it a go here. Why not? Season is on the line. You lose now, and uh, you get ready for the basketball season and uh, start answering the, the Coach Asher instead of Coach uh, Tesmer. You, you might as well go now. Save nothing for tomorrow, I guess. Well, I know. I ran in, into uh, Kevin Asher the other evening, and I uh, said, goodness, you don't need to have any more uh, injuries happen. And he just kind of shook his head and he goes, we'll just move along as we can. I said, uh, Seeley's got to be a uh, one to worry out there. And he says, we'll just move along as we can. These coaches, they don't like to talk about things like that. He doesn't want to see anything obviously happen. He's looking forward to a tremendous season as well. But we've still got football left to play. And congratulations to the St. Cecilia Lady Hawks. They uh, play for state championship. A lot of action going around the, uh, the campus of uh, St. Cecilia. It's going to be great to see if the Hawks can get a – big win tonight that'll be a, a huge boost for the volleyball team tomorrow yeah as most of the people just coming back from lincoln right now like you said it's gonna be kind of a late arriving crowd as they will uh, get here i think the game got over somewhere around uh, six o'clock so it'll be a tough drive here getting back to uh, duncan field as uh, I, i'm sure you're on your way listening to the broadcast again congratulations to the hawkins they'll play for the uh, state championship tomorrow against stanton at one o'clock tomorrow at the uh, bomb devaney sports center so we got the presentation of the colors here tonight, getting set for the Class C2 state semifinals on 1230 KHIS. And temperature-wise, we're going to be sitting at 50 degrees here at game time. Expected to cool down into the uh, upper 30s before this ball game uh, gets over here tonight at uh, Duncan Field as we get sent for the national anthem. And then we'll have the uh, kickoff of this ball game here tonight between the Hawks and the Monarchs. Now the playing of the national anthem. playing in the National Anthem here tonight. We're going to talk about the Aquinas defense, Jimmy. Very, very stingy. It'll be very hard to uh, run the football here tonight against uh, the Monarchs. They give up only, what, 62 yards per ball game rushing. They give up 28 yards per game passing. It's a defense that gives up only 90 yards per ball game and 4.6 points per game. Tell you what, if, if you've got a possession, you better make something out of it because you're not going to have too many chances here against this Aquinas defense. Well, that's just exactly right. And uh, you look at the roster and look at the starting lineups, they match up very well size-wise. But, uh, again, the, you, like you said, their defense is just tremendous that they put on the on the field. And uh, possessions are going to be key. Also turnovers I talked about a little bit ago. St. Cecilia can ill afford to even have turnover whatsoever in this ball game against a quality comp- opponent like Aquinas Catholic. They are going to be a they're a well-oiled machine offensively. They've got a very well-balanced offense with their quarterback in Spencer McGuire as far as throwing the football. He hasn't thrown for huge yards. He hasn't rushed for huge yards, but they haven't needed to. They've uh, just been so well-balanced with their two running backs. They're just a very good team, very sound, and very physical up front. This is a team that rushes for 349 yards per ball game. Uh, 
kind of like Sutton. I, I put him in that uh, category. Maybe uh, uh, Aquinas obviously a little bit more talented, but it's that type of offense. They don't care if it takes eight, nine minutes to uh, head down the field. They want to run the football. They're going to run the football, and uh, that's all they're going to do here tonight. Well, and as good as uh, Randy Aaron's defense has been all season long, they need to be that and equally as good as what they have been uh, as far as the pressure they put on this Aquinas football team. They need to have the game of probably the year if they want to continue to go to 12-0 and get another chance at a state championship down in Lincoln. The toss was already made. St. Cecilia won the toss. They deferred to the second half, so it's going to be Aquinas with their hands on the football first. Boy, a great crowd from David City on the far sidelines, and you're starting to see everything starting to filter in now. I expect to have the ring around this field be filled up pretty good once the crowd gets here from the volleyball game as well. So it's going to be a great crowd crisp night not a lot of breeze at all just a very cool night here in hastings as grant schmidt is into the football and we are underway karanda and also uh, palin dropping back deep they're going to field it at the two yard line as palin down the far sideline 10 15 20 25 still on his feet out near the 30 yard line and brought down into 32 is took it down the far sideline and gobble up some yardies there and uh, aquinas will start first down and 10 on their own 32 or 33 yard line. Aquinas moving from our right to our left. You'll be hearing this uh, first quarter of play. Like I said, not a whole lot of win to deal with here tonight. No, we talked about a couple of the running backs that uh, Aquinas has. Uh, Noah Palin with 722 yards and uh, Connor Cranda with 452. But it's that offensive line that's been able to do it for Ron Mimic all season long as uh, Aquinas is up the line of scrimmage for their first play. Yeah, McGuire is the quarterback. He's up under center. He tosses the ball here on his sweep to this near side, trying to get outside, 30, 35, and brought down by uh, Zach Kitten here at the uh, 36-yard line. Running the football there was uh, Noel Palin, so they're just going to go uh, a lot of sweeps. This is an option-type uh, offense with a lot of sweeps you're going to see. But, boy, they can certainly run the ball straight ahead at you, too, with a, a very good offensive line. That was a pickup of about three yards in the play. Second down, seven yards to go. Aquinas with the ball at their own 35-yard line. And off again, straight up to gut. 40-45, breaking outside to the 50, to the 45, to the 40, to the 35 of St. Cecilia, down to the 30, down to the 27-yard line. Running the football right up the gut there. That's Lane Napier. There's three running backs, essentially, that carry most of the load. This is Lane Napier, the fullback here in this uh, offense, a 180-pound junior. He found a big, big hole right up in the middle of the St. Cecilia defense. Great job on the right side of that line, a nice hole, and a 39-yard gain all the way down to St. Cecilia territory. Here's another uh, reverse play to this near side. They get the ball across the uh, 25, down to near the uh, 20-yard line, running for the football there is uh, Balin. So we've seen all three running backs here on this uh, first drive, and that's what Aquinas likes to do. It is second down at about, uh, what, second down and four yards to go. The football is sitting at the 20-yard line of Hastings St. Cecilia, just underway here in the Class C2 state semifinals. Well, we just talked about it in the pregame show. Their offensive line is how they get all their yards. They have done a great job just on the three plays, 48 yards, everything on the ground as it's the quarterback, McGuire, up under center here on the second down call. Napier is in the backfield. Now they're going to uh, blow this one dead. Illegal procedure. He's set up with a couple of wings, Jimmy, and then a uh, fullback just a yard or so behind the uh, quarterback. And he's running this thing all night. They won't vary too much. There's an illegal procedure call on Aquinas. They're going to bring the ball back here to the 25-yard line. So now it's second down and nine yards to go. Aquinas working from our right to our left here in this first quarter of play. This is the first offensive series of the ball game. They go with that double wing set again. The one lone setback in the backfield is Napier 
with McGuire under center. Man comes in motion. They hand the ball away. Now there's a fumble on the play, and McGuire gets back on top of it. That's what St. Cecilia needs. They need to win the turnover battle here tonight. Kitten nearly got to the ball there, but McGuire covers it back up here as the ball is pushed back here to about the 26-yard line. It's going to bring up a third down and 11 situation now. Well, that would have been a big key turnover. We talked about how St. Cecilia can ill afford to even have one tonight against this talented football team. They need to get anything they can from this Aquinas team, and that with a ball on the turf was an opportunity, but Kitten not able to get there. Now it's going to bring up third down and about 11, the ball at the 27-yard line. And now they're going to blow this one dead. McGuire is away from center that time, and now Ron Mimmy calls an early timeout here for Aquinas Catholic. So an early timeout here for Aquinas Catholic in the first quarter. Timeout brought to you by Hess Auto Body. If your vehicle needs a timeout for a new paint job or auto body work, see Dave and the crew at Hess Auto Body. They're at 208 West South Street in Hastings. Get your vehicle looking good with every little timeout. We'll have more right after this. Val and Joel say let's make a deal on the best top quality late model vehicles at Kirshner's Auto Corner. Deals this week, a 2015 Nissan Altima and a 2015 Dodge Challenger SXT. They're great buys at Kirshner's Auto Corner, Colorado and South Street, Hastings. When you need body work, call Sealy Body Shop in Hastings. Sealy's now uses the new environmentally friendly products from PPG. Sealy's offers complete collision repair and restoration. Sealy's Body Shop, the name you trust at 201 East South Street in Hastings. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back at Duncan Field in Hastings. The Class C2 state semifinals here tonight. Nine minutes and 43 seconds to play in the first quarter. Aquinas Catholic on the move here against his St. Cecilia defense. That is third down and 11 yards to go. The ball is at the 26-yard line of St. Cecilia after a big 35-yard run by Elaine Napier and set this thing up. Now the quarterback, McGuire, is under center. A couple of wings. Man comes in motion. They hand the ball away to Napier. And again, a penalty flag is down. This is the third one here on this series if it goes against the Aquinas Catholic Monarchs. The officials look, and it's going to be illegal procedure call against Aquinas. So the third penalty here on this drive by Aquinas Catholic. They're going to move the ball back now across the 30-yard line to the 31, where it's third down and about 16 yards to go. Well, and I think they call that on the left tackle over here. That's two consecutive calls against him. Uh, just getting a little antsy there to try to get a start now. After what it was a uh, second down and short for Aquinas, now they're facing a third down and 16. The ball back at the 33-yard line, 941 left to go. St. Cecilia has yet to get their hands on the football. This would be a big, big stop for the Hawk defense early in this game. Third down and long play action pass. McGuire wants to throw, throws it across the middle. It's going to be caught down there at the 20, down to about the 17-yard line. Michael uh, Jacob carrying the ball, rather receiving the ball there. Jacob, a 5'11", 170-pound senior. He's going to be stopped short of the first down. It's going to bring up a fourth down situation here. Fourth down at about two yards to go. Line of scrimmage is going to be the 17-yard line. And Aquinas, they don't like to punt. They'll go for it here on fourth down and two. Well, no, not when you got a good offensive line like that. They picked up a nice gain, nearly 12 yards on that pass play. And a fourth down, one of the biggest ones. Here early in this ballgame. All right, McGuire under center. Man in motion to the left side. They hand the ball away to Napier. He's got the first down across the 15. Napier takes it off a right tackle, still on his feet, down around the uh, 10-yard line. 
There's hand the ball away, sent a man in motion again. Napier gets the call. The big old fullback as he takes it off a right tackle. He's got the first down. That's a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. And now the Aquinas Catholic Monarchs knocking on touchdown door. First down and goal to St. Cecilia, nine-yard line. And that was a nice gain. They're nearly nine yards for Napier off the right side. Boy, these running backs are tough. To bring down, you're not going to arm tackle any one of these guys tonight. Man goes in motion again. They toss the ball to him, trying to get outside of the 10-yard line. He's chopped down down around a six. That's going to be Connor Caranda carrying the ball there. A sweep to the right side, moves the ball from about the nine down to the six-yard line. He's going to bring up a second down and goal now for Aquinas Catholic. They were 10-1 and one coming into the ball game here tonight. They only lost to Columbus Scotus in about the third game of the regular season. St. Cecilia has run the tables here in the 2015 season, but a good matchup here tonight. Eight minutes and 15 seconds to play in the first quarter. No score between Aquinas and Aging St. Cecilia tonight. Caranda goes in motion. They hand the ball away to him. Caranda at the five-yard line. Takes it inside the two. He's into the one. He's at the goal line. He's into the end zone. Touchdown. Caranda fights his way into the end zone for the touchdown. He takes it in there from about six yards out. And Aquinas Catholic moves the ball right down the field and scores an opening possession. Six to nothing, Monarchs. Boy, and running back by committee. Four different guys on seven carries there touch the football for Aquinas Catholic on that drive. They take it all the way downfield. 74 yards on that drive and eight plays. They punch it in the end zone on their first drive. So 8.02 to play. It's a... Um... Aquinas Catholic with a lead. Here comes the extra point now. It is up. It is good. So the PAT is good by Aquinas, and the Monarchs grab the lead. Eight minutes and two seconds to play. Here in the first quarter, it's Aquinas 7, Hastings Saints is saying nothing. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. 1230 KHAS. High school football tonight brought to you in part by Nebraska Land National Bank and Carney. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. And by Tom Dinsdale Autoplex in Grand Island. All you need to know in central Nebraska is Tom Dinsdale Autoplex and TomDinsdale.com. And by Mary Lanning Healthcare celebrating 100 years of inspired care. And by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and in Sutton. So eight plays, 74 yards roughly there for Aquinas Catholic. And the Monarchs very good in that opening series. Seven to nothing is the score. The Hawks are trailing here in this football game. And now Aquinas will uh, kick off here. Nolan uh, Helgeth is the uh, kicker. End over end kick. Going to go to the far side. Fielded there at the 15-yard line by St. Cecilia. Bringing the ball back across the 20. Out to about the 24-yard line. Running the ball back there for the uh, Blue Hawks is going to be uh, Alex Tino. Remember, uh, Hunter, Hunter Fisher was also a big part of the special team, so Alex Tino in there running the uh, kickoff back here after the first touchdown by Aquinas Catholic brings the ball to the 24-yard line, first and 10 for the Hawks. Well, Fisher and Seeley have been instrumental on them kickoffs and punt returns all season long, and neither one are going to be uh, getting an opportunity, although we do see now the starting tailback will be Dayton Seeley. That is good to see. We'll see how strong he's going to be on that ankle. Seeley's going to get the uh, first call here across the 25. Seeley is going to be chopped down. The ball comes loose, but I think his knee was down there. Aquinas wanted the turnover. They didn't get it. 
So Dayton Seeley, after sending out the past couple of weeks with a high ankle sprain, really forced into action here tonight because of the injury to uh, Hunter Fisher. St. Cecilia had penciled in Hunter Stewart and Chris White in the backfield. That's what they gave me on uh, Thursday. But Dayton Seeley, we heard through the grapevine, he was uh, practicing with the Hawks this week. And evidently, I guess when you come down to the final game of the season and your season's on the line, your ankle doesn't feel nearly as bad as it did earlier in the week. I'll bet they've got that tape wrapped up some kind of tight on uh, that ankle of Seeley. That was a gain of about four yards off right side. Going to break up second down and six. Ball spotted out at the 27-yard line. Man comes in motion to the near side. That's going to be Kitten. They're going to hand the ball away again. That's going to be Seeley coming to the short side of the field, and he can't get outside, and he's chopped down right in front of the Hawk bench. Matt Kindler over here, the defensive tackle for Aquinas. Aquinas runs a three-man front, and they got six linebackers. Carl Tesmer says this can be a very tough defense to run against, and, and we told you these statistics just a few minutes ago. They only give up 90 yards per ball game. That's in total offense for the opposing team. Opposing teams only get 90 yards on the average against this defense. Well, that was a loss of one there, and St. Cecilia is going to have to do a much better job in the open blocking there. Zach Kitten missed a block, and... Uh, that allowed the, one of the linebackers to come in there and chop Seeley down. So now three wide receivers to the right side, and Seeley in there right behind Grant Schmidt on this third down call. Now Seeley comes in motion. Schmidt wants to throw the ball, errors it out. It's going to be overthrown. Trying to get the ball into a Zach Kitten. And uh, Carl kind of talked about that. They wanted to get him between eight and 10 passes here tonight. That was the first one that was delivered high. A big target out there. Right at about the uh, 40-yard line, that would have been uh, good enough for a first down, but it's overthrown, and St. Cecilia goes three plays, and out they're going to have to punt the football. Well, that's one thing. If you remember last week in the game against UTAN, Smith's uh, first few passes were uh, grossly overthrown, and that one there getting a big target out there, just not able to climb the ladder and bring that football down. And now Seeley will punt the football away. This is not what St. Cecilia wanted offensively. 40.2 yards per kick for uh, Seeley this year, and that's going to be uh, nowhere close. Straight in the air, very, very high. Bounces at the 48-yard line and takes a uh, side bounce out of bounds. Line of scrimmage, the 24. It's placed down at the 48-yard line. A 24-yard punt there by Dayton Seeley. And the Aquinas Catholic Monarchs will start this drive in St. Cecilia territory. First down and 10 at the Hawk 48-yard line. Well, and the Hawk defense is going to have to uh, flex their muscles here. You give Davis City Aquinas that good a field position, they are going to take advantage of it. They've already got one drive together of 74 yards. Napier, the big guy there, two carries, 48 yards on the last drive, and now they got the football in Hawk territory. Here's Karanda getting outside on the pitch, 45 with the 40, breaks outside, 35, look out, 30, 25, and he's chopped down at the 20-yard line. St. Cecilia, touchdown saving tackle over there. I think that's a Tino to bring him down right at the 20-yard line, a pickup of 28 yards on the play for Connor Karanda. He's a 5-foot, 8-inch, 140-pound senior. And, boy, they have got some machines in there for a, a running back. Not one, not two, but three. And that's not even counting the quarterback. Well, and, again, just a toss sweep to the outside. The right guard pulls, get out, gets out ahead of the coverage, and uh, they just do a great job blocking downfield. Now they're going to come back the other way. He's got an opening again across the uh, 20 to the 15 to the 10-yard line. Running the ball there is going to be Nolan Palin for the uh, Monarchs. As he takes the ball and sees they're going to spot the football down at about the uh, six-yard line. And boy, oh boy, St. Cecilia is back on their heels early in this ballgame. 5.42 to play in the first quarter. It's already 7 to nothing, And the hot defense is backed up to their own goal line here on this second possession for Aquinas Catholic here tonight. Napier stays in the backfield. couple of a wing set up on each side now. Man goes in motion. They're going to hand the ball away to Napier. Hops outside. Napier is going to be hit, and down he goes. Riding him down over there. 
For AC Saints to say, Glass is over there. Sam Clark is over there for the Blue Hawks as they ride him out of bounds at about the uh, five-yard line where it's going to bring up a uh, second-down situation now. We got a penalty flag down right in the center of the field. Aquinas has been penalized three times already here in this uh, first quarter of play, and I think they're going to be penalized here for the fourth time. Now this is going to be the fourth penalty, a holding call on Aquinas. So that's a 10-yard penalty from the spot of the foul. Obviously, the Hawks will take this as they back away from their, their own goal line here. So it's going to be a holding call against Aquinas. That's going to bring the ball out here. Looks like the 16-yard line. So first down and goal now from the 16-yard line of St. Cecilia. Already a 7 to nothing ball game. Aquinas is out on top. We're down to 5 minutes and 6 seconds to play here in the first quarter. McGuire into center. They fake the ball. Now they're going to hand it away. With it, taking it down inside the uh, five yard line, running with the football is going to be Coranda. It looked like he went down, Jimmy. Looked like he went down, and St. Cecilia, I think, was uh, arguing that that maybe his knee touched the ground as he kind of slid down toward the turf there. But he does a nice job uh, keeping off of the turf there and takes the ball all the way down to the three yard line. For Coranda, that is four carries now, 50 yards, great balance, able to get a hand down to the turf, maintain it, and pick up a good gain of 12 yards. Here's a handoff to Napier. He's hit by Clark at the two-yard line. He dies forward as he get in. He does not. So Napier was hit in the backfield there by Sam Clark, who comes slumbering in and got around his, uh, his ankles there. Napier took the ball down to about the one-yard line, so it's going to bring up a third down and goal for the one. Obviously, two down territory here. Like we said, Aquinas doesn't like to punt. They don't like to do field goals. They have to score touchdowns. Well, and uh, they do it very well. Already 119 yards all on the ground for Aquinas, and they've got one more yard to go for their second touchdown tonight, third and goal for the Monarchs. Handoff goes to uh, Napier. He's going to be hitting down. He goes. That's Grant Schmidt in there knocking him down. Does he get into the end zone? Yes, he does. He gets over the goal line for the uh, touchdown. Boy, Schmidt nearly had him a chop down at the half-yard line, but he reaches out there, gets the ball across the goal line, and all of a sudden it's 13 and nothing Aquinas. Well, it's uh, Napier with the touchdown there. Caranda's got the one on the prior drive, and they are quickly up to the line of scrimmage here for the PAT. Hawks find themselves in a hole, 13 and nothing. Here's a Nolan Helgant. He'll attempt the PAT. Ball is down. Kick is up, and the kick is good. Two possessions, two touchdowns for the Aquinas Catholic Monarchs. Three minutes and 51 seconds to play in the first quarter. It's Aquinas 14, Hastings St. Cecilia nothing. If you need body work done, see the experts at Hess Auto Body in Hastings. They're located at 208 West South Street. Hess Auto Body does full body repair, windshield repair, painting, and more. Plus, they offer free estimates. Let Hess Auto Body take the worry out of your accident and the dents out of your car. Hess Auto Body at 208 West South Street in Hastings. Call Dave at 460-9542. That's 460-9542. Hess Auto Body at Hastings. 1230 KHAS. So a 48-yard drive that time after the short punt from Dayton Seeley. Aquinas Catholic. Whoa. They look like a number one ranked team. And he... Uh, team that has a state championship on their mind here. My goodness, are they impressive on the ground. We talked about how good their line is. Not only their line, but their receivers, everybody. Tremendous blockers. They get the running backs out there, and then it doesn't hurt that you've got some good speed on the outside. They run very tough. They are breaking tackles, and right now they're dominating this football game, and we talked about how St. Cecilia really needed to get out to a quick start and have a almost perfect ball game. Well, that's not the way the script has been uh, wrote here so far as the Hawks find themselves 
trailing 14 to nothing here in just the first quarter. Zach Kitten is back deep now for St. Cecilia. He's going to try to return this one from the 13-yard line. Drops it, picks it up at the 15, back into the center of the field, 20, 25 out to the 28-yard line. Again, uh, Dayton Seeley and Hunter Fisher have been uh, instrumental in returning kicks this year for the Blue Hawks. Neither one of them uh, really up to snuff here tonight. So uh, Zach Kitten, boy, you see him come stumbling down the yeah. field. You want to get out of the way? Yeah, he's a he's a load. Once he got uh, maintained possession of that football, he just put his head down and uh, run hard straight ahead. Got to be a tough uh, pill to swallow here for Hunter Fisher, standing on the sidelines watching his final ball game in street clothes. All right, Zach Kitten is going to split out wide to the right side, a pair of wide receivers to the left. Here's a Seeley with the wall. He's chopped down, and the ball comes loose down here, and St. Cecilia coughs up the football at the 31-yard line. Seeley fumbles the ball, and the uh, recovery is made by Mitch White. The first fumble recovery of the season for Mitch White, a six foot, 185 185-pound senior linebacker, and the Hawks already trailing by two scores. They cough it up deep in their own territory. Boy, a disastrous start here for St. Cecilia. Already in this ball game, 14 plays for Aquinas, 130 yards for St. Cecilia, four for three, and a fumble, and they trail 14 to nothing. Aquinas looking for more. So Aquinas... We'll start this drive from the 31. They started their last drive with the 48-yard line of St. Cecilia. Man comes in motion. They fake the ball to him. They want to throw the football down the right sideline. A guy is out there, and they overthrow him. This is not their M.O. They don't like to throw the ball around very much. Uh, Spencer McGuire, that's his 50th pass of the season, and this is a game number 12. Brandon Darrow is the intended receiver. He's got four receptions on the year. Boy, if you're a wide receiver, you don't you don't want to play that position at Aquinas. No, you don't want to. You don't get a whole lot of action, but you got to keep the uh, the defensive backs awake here for Saint Cecilia. You can't allow them to to fall to sleep, or they're going to catch you on one. That was grossly overthrown. Brings up second down and ten. The ball at the thirty-one. Three thirty-one left in the first. There's a inside handoff again as they go with a Napier. Napier brings the ball down to about the twenty-seven yard line. Tackle is made in there by Seth Kierkegaard for Hastings Saint Cecilia. So now Aquinas looking at a third down situation. This is their third offensive possession already in the first quarter. Saints is saying on a three plays and out. Short punt. And now they uh, cough up the football in their third series there. And Aquinas with three minutes to go is working with the ball in Saints is territory. Quick pitch again comes on the near side. Palin with the ball. Gets outside, turns numbers, looks out. He's got a seam. He's at the 20-15, 10-5 touchdown. He takes it in. Well, it's like they're running through uh, water right now, Jimmy, as uh, they take the ball in from 26 yards out, and all of a sudden, 20 to nothing, Aquinas has got the lead. That is the third different running back to score here in the first quarter. That's Palin. That comes from 26 yards out. And we talked about the blocking. The left guard pulls, get out, gets out in front, and that was just a nifty bit of running, picking and choosing your holes downfield by Palin as he takes it in virtually untouched. This is an impressive machine here for Aquinas Catholic. Here comes a Hulgut back into the ball game for the PAT. Ball is down. Kick is up and the kick goes sailing through the uprights. It is good. Well, three possessions, three scores. Two minutes and 53 seconds to play in the first quarter. The score is Aquinas 21. Hastings Saints is saying nothing. Krieger Electric Company has been serving Hastings and the area for more than 50 years. Krieger Electric is your full-service electrical company, commercial, industrial, and residential. Krieger Electric features energy-efficient lighting systems, energy management systems, designing and engineering, and computer wiring specialists. Krieger Electric, 105 South California, Hastings, supporting local and area academics and athletics. Call 462-5757 and at kriegerelectric.com. 
1230 KHAS. Well, I thought St. Cecilia would be uh, underdogs in this ball game, but I didn't expect this. 21 to nothing, and we're still in the first quarter of play. Aquinas has got the lead. It was hard to believe that uh, you would figure St. Cecilia would be a double-digit uh, underdog coming in this game. You knew the injuries were going to be very key on both offense and defense with the loss of Fisher. But, boy, they're just getting steamrolled right now. David City Aquinas is absolutely jamming this football right down the Hawks' throats as they lead this ball game 21 to nothing. We still got 2.53 left to go here in the first quarter. We talked about the offense for Aquinas Catholic, 160 of total offense, 150 on the ground. For St. Cecilia, this is unlike a, a Hawk offense, five total yards in the first quarter. Well, he's running against uh, probably one of the better defenses exactly. around. And Aquinas Catholic, here comes the run-up in the boot now by uh, Helgut. It's going to come down here to, uh, well, Kitten's going to grab the ball again as he takes it away from Tino. He's back to the 20, back to the 25, out to the 26 or 27-yard line. It's a, about the same spot they started their last possession with Dayton Seeley coughed up the pig in the, the first play in the possession. And Aquinas Catholic is taking advantage of that. 21 to nothing is the score here in the first quarter. Well, and this uh, St. Cecilia football team has to be shell-shocked, so to speak, early in this ballgame. This is uh, unfamiliar territory for St. Cecilia this season. They have gotten out on top of their opponents and dominated a lot of ball games. and we knew this one here was going to be far from a, uh, a being able to be dominant against this Aquinas team, and right now they find themselves in a huge hole. Glass comes in motion. They fake the ball to him. They throw the ball down the right sideline, overthrown. Kitten was the intended receiver, but Kitten had two guys surrounding him as he uh, took the ball downfield or was running the pass pattern there. Caranda was back there. Also back there for Aquinas was uh, James Kobza, so he kind of threw it into double coverage, and Kitten is going to draw double coverage most of the night here. Well, if, if they're going to, they know that he's one of the go to guys here tonight. They're going to allow one of the other uh, uh, receivers for St. Cecilia, either Tino, Howell, somebody, allow them to beat him if they're going to. But that ball again, that was the second pass of the night for Smith. That was grossly overthrown as well. Second down, 10 yards to go. Handoff again to Seeley is hidden. Down he goes. He has met in a backfield thrown for a loss by Matt Kindler. Kindler gets through there again. He's made a couple of stops here in the first quarter. He's a big old boy at six foot two. They list him at 195 pounds. He looks bigger than that. He's a senior. Where Aquinas Catholic, a loss of one in the play, third down and 11. Well, and Seeley, normally a punished running back, but uh, he run right into a wall there. That was a big hit, a loss of one. Now the Hawks with four carries, four yards against this uh, Aquinas defense. Clock uh, moving here at 210. Again, the Hawks trail 21 to nothing. Wide receiver splits out wide to the left side this time. That's Cass Howell. You've got Zach Kitten coming to the right side of the formation. Two running backs in the backfield with the uh, quarterback, Grant Schmidt. Here comes the blitz from Aquinas. Grant Schmidt wants to throw, tosses it here. Glass grabs the ball, and he's immediately chopped down at the 31-yard line. So they go to uh, Zach Glass coming out of the backfield there. He is knocked down at the 31-yard line. Over here, knocking him down was uh, Brendan Swoboda, a a junior uh, linebacker there for the Aquinas Catholic Monarchs. Penalty flags are down. It's sitting here at the 36-yard line and the 35-yard line, and the officials will make the call. looks like it's going to be a... Holding call against St. Cecilia. So we've had four penalties against Aquinas here in the first quarter. St. Cecilia hit with a holding call here. I think Aquinas wants to to decline this, which would bring up a fourth down. The gain was only 
out here to about the uh, 32-yard line, where St. Cecilia will be looking at a fourth down and eight situation. But I think uh, Aquinas is going to decline it. That's going to be the case. And that's going to bring up a fourth down now for Hastings St. Cecilia. And again, the Hawks will have to punt for the second time tonight. And Aquinas was able to get some good pressure on Seeley. The first punt, he was only able to get a 28-yarder off. He was averaging well over 40 coming into this ball game. So hopefully he can get a better punt away. There'll be a couple men back deep for Aquinas Catholic. They got a punt of what appears through the, the smoke. This could come over here in our window. It would be all right as the grills are blazing over at the concession stand. Eric's a high snap, and Seeley gets it down, and uh, not a very good kick, but he's fortunate to get that one away. It bounces. He's going to take his Saints to say a bounce across the 30 down to about the 28-yard line. The Hawks dodge a bullet right there. That snap was extremely high as the Dayton Seeley climbs the ladder to bring it down. And again, they had great penetration in there from Aquinas. That was very fortunate they didn't get that one blocked. Great athletic move to just get to the football there for Seeley. And then he gets off a uh, high spiral. He got some uh, aided distance there from the uh, turf as it bounced along the ground, about 39 yards on the punt. So Aquinas will take over at their own 28-yard line. 120 left to go here in the first quarter. Hawks trail 21 to nothing. Is that fog? Is that smoke? Or what is this hanging around here? I think that's smoke coming from the concession stand. First down, 10 yards to go for Aquinas on their own 28-yard line. Under two minutes to play here in the first quarter. Quick pitch comes to this side. Palin has got the ball down the sideline again. As he brings it across the 30 to the 35-yard line, or just short of the 35-yard line. Tackle is made in there by Seeley defensively for AC St. Cecilia. So second down and still about to five yards to go. Pick up a five yards in the play by Noah Palin. He's a guy that's rushed for 722 yards so far this year. Caranda's rushed for 452. And then Lane Napier, the fullback in there, at 846 coming into the football game here tonight. Second down, five yards to go. Here's a uh, running play again. That's going to be Palin with the ball as he brings it across the 35 out here to the 36-yard line. That's going to bring up a third down in short situation now. Tackle is made in there by Brandon uh, Braden Poppy. Braden Poppy under the stop there. Third down and about uh, a yard to go now. They've got the ball at the 37-yard line. So third down and a yard. Now they're going to measure... The officials took a second look there. And they're going to bring in the chains off of the uh, far sideline. The measure for a possible first down here. We've got 29 seconds to play here in this first quarter. 21 to nothing. Aquinas Catholic got on top of Hastings St. Cecilia in the Class C2 state semifinals. They stretch out the chains, and it's still going to be about a yard shy. So, just like we said, third down at about a yard to go. With a football placed down here at about the 36-yard line. Aquinas Catholic, boy, rolling up some big numbers offensively here. The average, uh, what, 397 on the season, and they've got uh, a bunch already here in the first quarter of play. 159 on the ground on 17 carries, 10 through the air. They have run 18 offensive plays to St. Cecilia's 7. And Aquinas looks at a third down and short third one here, ball at the 37. McGuire comes up under center. A man comes in motion. Hand off to Napier. He's got the first down and more. He's across the 40 out here to the 43-yard line. Sam Clark and uh, Grant Schmidt will bring him down. But that's going to be another Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. And uh, let's see, that might be the end of the first quarter as well as they, they set the chains here. The line of scrimmage will be the 43-yard line. They haven't started the clock yet. Now they have. And now the 
Monarch's going to head to the far sideline, and this let the time expire here in the first quarter. So the first quarter in the books, the Class C2 State Semifinals here tonight from Duncan Field. We'll take a break with a score of Aquinas 21, Hastings St. Cecilia nothing. Coley Pipe and Steel Supply has been serving Hastings, South Central Nebraska, and the greater Midwest since 1946. 65 years of service. The Plumbing Showroom is a division of Cully Pipe and Steel Supply with a full line of kitchen and bath products. If you're building a new home or remodeling, stop at the Plumbing Showroom, 500 West South Street. Open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m., evenings and Saturdays by appointment. Cully Pipe and Steel Supply and the Plumbing Showroom, both on West South Street in Hastings. Students are back to school and the local teams are ready to head back onto the field. Nebraska Land National Bank would like to show our support for area students as they begin a new year. Stop by today and ask about our student accounts. From saving accounts to absolutely free checking accounts, we have the right fit for you. Visit us online at NebraskaLandBank.com or stop by 4615 2nd Avenue. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Member FDIC. Nebraska Land National Bank. 1230 K-H-A-S. Back at Duncan Field, 21 to nothing as we get ready for quarter number two here tonight. First quarter stats brought to you by the Food Cupboard in Hastings. Find huge discounts on groceries, health and beauty products, general merchandise, and more. Located at the intersection of Highway 6 and D Street in Hastings, shop at the Food Cupboard and save big today. Big today in the first quarter has been Aquinas Catholic's rushing numbers, 165 on the ground with 18 carries, one pass play, that was good for 10, 175 total in just the first quarter, 21 points, four first downs for the Monarchs, for the Hawks, seven offensive plays, seven yards, four on the ground, three through the air, Seeley with all four carries with a four-yard gain and four or one fumble. There's a little reverse play. And they've got a running room to the 50 down to the uh, 47-yard line. Noah Polan taking the ball down to the uh, 47-yard line. So that's going to bring up a uh, second down in two situations, a pickup of eight yards in the play. Pellin uh, with seven carries, 67 yards already in this ball game. That was a gain of nine. We'll call it second down and one. Ball into Hawk territory. And the ball away to a Napier. They just go uh, straight ahead. Still as we breaking a couple of tacklers across the 40 down to the 39-yard line. Finally bringing him down is uh, Zach Glass for St. Cecilia. Hawks not tackling very well here in this ball game. Of course, might have to do with the, the running backs. They're extremely tough to bring down. Napier takes the ball down to the 39-yard line. They get such great blocking up front, but they are. They are tremendously strong running backs. Tough to bring down. Milan has got the ball again, trying to get outside, and he's going to be chopped down there right at the line of scrimmage at about the 39-yard line. And another stop there for Hastings Saints to say that time was Braden Poppy again. Poppy, a big old boy, at 280 pounds and a senior. Hawks are trailing in the ball game 21 to nothing. If you're just joining us, three possessions in the first quarter where Aquinas Catholic and three touchdowns. Two of them that they started in Hawk territory. Second down and nine yards to go here for Aquinas Catholic, moving left to right here in this second quarter of play. Here's a Caranda trying to get outside, and now he's going to be knocked down here after a one or two yard gain. Getting over here for Saints to say is Seth Kierkegaard, who's had a good year. Kierkegaard with 42 stops coming into the football game here tonight. Uh, move the ball down to about the 37-yard line. Give him two yards in the play. Aquinas now looking at third down and seven yards to go. You look at that Hawk uh, roster. Ten seniors listed for uh, Carl Tesmer here playing what could be their final game. Hopefully not. They're uh, out, 
obviously that ultimate goal to get down to Lincoln, but a lot of, lot of wood to chop here for the Hawks this game. Here's a McGuire. He wants to throw the football, rolls to his left, sets, throws it in the middle of the field. It's going to be incomplete. Trying to get it in the center of the field there. The intended receiver there for Aquinas that time was Kenton Kobza, who checked into the ball game. Kobza, 5'10", 205-pound senior. The pass a little bit off of the, the mark there by Spencer McGuire. Again, that's not what they want to do, but they got to keep the Saints to say defense honest. And now it's going to bring up a fourth down situation here. Fourth down and about seven yards to go for the Saints to say at 37. And will we see our first punt uh... Out of a cano, they're going to line up and uh, go for it. You talked about it. They don't like uh, they don't like putting the football away. So a fourth and seven call here. The football at the 37-yard line just underway in the second quarter. Man goes in motion. They're going to fake the ball to him. He wants to throw the football down the right sideline. It's going to be caught. Did he stay in bounds? No, he stepped out of bounds. Lane Napier made the reception down here on the near sideline, but the officials right there, they say no. He was out of bounds when he caught it. So St. Cecilia at least holds here, Jimmy. They get the ball back, but... Boy, offensively, we got to get something going right now. They really need to get something going again. Seven yards of total offense in that first quarter. That's unheard of out of this uh, St. Cecilia offense this season, although our number one tailback on the uh, sidelines and street clothes with a broken collarbone. Again, Celia has been ineffective here tonight. They just have not been able to get him a seam into the secondary at all. We know Celia's got tremendous speed, but, uh, boy, the blocking needs to get a whole lot better up front. Trips set out wide to the right side. Here's Grant Schmidt. He's going to run the ball, and boy, he's smacked down after a gain of about two yards in the play. Brings it to about the 39-yard line. Tackle was made by Matt Kindler again on the defensive line, one of the DTs up there. A pickup of about three yards in the play, maybe. Second down and seven yards to go. The ball sitting between the 39 and the 40-yard line. You look at them linebackers for Aquinas Catholic. Three of them, one's the quarterback, two others are the running backs. We know how fast they are. They can cover a lot of ground in a hurry. Second down and seven. Schmidt throws the ball out there. Glass grabs the ball. Glass trying to break away. Gets it back to the line of scrimmage. That's all she wrote. Looked like he had some uh, running room out there, but Glass gets it to the line of scrimmage. He is knocked down there by Brendan Kant. A five foot eight, two hundred and thirty pound senior. Another defensive tackle there for the uh, Monarchs. So now it's third down, seven yards to go. The ball still sitting between the thirty-nine and the forty-yard line. Nine minutes to play, second quarter, twenty-one to nothing. Hastings Saints to say trailing in the ball game. Well, and again, not only a tailback do you miss Hunter Fisher, you miss him out on the wing to throw him them screen passes. He's just got some great gift to run, but. Obviously not going to have him tonight at all. Here's a Grant Schmidt. Rolls right, throws the ball. It's going to be caught and then dropped. Cass Howell had it out here at the 45-yard line. He wouldn't have been able to pick up the first down because there was a def- defender draped all over him. So an incomplete pass. Fourth down in the Hawks for the, uh, what, fourth time tonight. We'll have to punt the football away. Hawks now with uh, 10 offensive plays and just nine yards. It has been tough to get anything going against this Ron Mimic defense. Boy, they are uh, – we – we knew they were good coming in. They are who we thought they were. They are, as advertised, they are a tremendous football team. This was a preseason number one ranked team after they uh, until they got beat there by Columbus Scotus. Here's a high snap again, and again, Seeley gets the ball away. That's the uh, two times in a row here. The kick is going to be a good one by uh, Seeley as he gets the roll inside the 20, down to about the 16-yard line, 44 yards officially. But again, there's a kick that, that should have been blocked. Dayton Seeley climbs the ladder for the second straight time, gets the ball, and somehow got that thing away. And I don't know what the problems are for the Hawks. They have, uh, in all the games we've done, not had any problems uh, getting the ball back to Seeley. But tonight on the, a couple of them, they have been very high, very fortunate. They haven't gone over the head of Dayton Seeley. He's done a great job bringing them down. That one there got a good bounce off the turf again. So 
Aquinas will start at their own 16-yard line, 8.37 left to go here till half. It's a 21-0 lead for the Monarchs. All right, Napier will be in the backfield with a lone uh, setback back there. They're going to hand the ball away to him. He gets uh, one, maybe two yards. Covered up on the play there. Tackle is made by Mike Walls of St. Jose. He's the leading tackler in this Hawk defense. 106 stops for uh, Mike Walls coming in to the football game here tonight. They move the ball for a couple of yards. Second down, eight yards to go. Line of scrimmage now between the 19 and the 20-yard line. Eight minutes and 15 seconds to play in the second quarter. Ball's on the far side, hash mark. Wide receiver splits out to the left side. McGuire under center. Man comes in motion again. There's a handoff again. That's going to be the big old fullback. Napier brings the ball across the 25-30 onto the 35-yard line where he's brought down there by Kitten and Seeley. Wayne Napier, just a quick hitter. Again, he's the uh, fullback who lines up only about a yard, maybe a yard and a half behind the quarterback, McGuire. Slides through there. Wayne Napier has got to Crozier Park Pharmacy first down and more as he brings the ball out to the 35-yard line. Aquinas Catholic now over 200 yards of rushing in this ball game. That was a 16-yard blast. Sixth first down for Aquinas. There's a handoff again. Napier has got the ball. Napier across the 40-yard line to the 45 to the 46. He should have enough for another first down. So back-to-back 10-yard-plus carries there by the fullback Lane Napier, 180-pound junior. Grant Schmidt in on the stop, but not before he picks up another 10 yards. First down and 10 now for the Monarchs. Aquinas going to have a couple of running backs during the 100-yard mark here before long in this first half. They are just chewing up big chunks of yards. That was a gain of 11 out to the 45-yard line. Napier's going to try it again. This time he's going to be stopped, but he still brings the ball to the 50-yard line, falls inside St. Cecilia territory down to the 49. Tackle is made by Glass and also a Dayton Seeley. So Napier gets three straight carries there for the Monarchs. Now they got the ball in St. Josiah territory down here at the 49-yard line. Second down and about, uh, what, five yards to go in hot territory again. There's a uh, running play again. Sweep to the right side, breaking outside the numbers at the 45 to the 40, at the 35, at the 30-yard line, and he's knocked down there. Connor Caranda carrying the ball that time for uh, Aquinas. And boy, Jimmy, they just keep on coming here. They've got a bunch of guys that can carry the mail, and they're chewing up the yardage here against the Hawks. That is 73 yards on nine carries just here in the second quarter. Over 240 yards of rushing now for Aquinas and seven first downs. Here's a uh, handoff. They're going to come back the other way. Pallon has got the ball. He breaks it against the green. Look out. He's uh, kind of come there. Here's a penalty flag down. Pallon is going to take it into the end zone down the near sideline, but I think this one's coming back. In fact, there's uh, not one, there's not two, there's three penalty flags down here at about the 20-yard line. So whatever they saw, they all saw it. <laughs> well, what a bit of running there by Polanas. They got over to the sidelines. He was able to sidestep a Hawk defender, and then he got it uh, right down, tight-roped it down the sidelines. And we'll see here. We're visiting things over. They don't seem to be coming back here. Was that a face mask? It was. A face mask call, and Hastings Saints to say a Pallon is going to take it in from 30 yards out. It looked like it was going to go against the Aquinas. That's not the case. A face mask call against Saints to say, and it's 27 to nothing as Pallon takes it 30 yards for the score. Pallon now with 98 yards on nine carries and two touchdowns in the ball game. It's now a 27 to nothing lead for Aquinas Catholic. The ball is down. The kick is up, and it is good. So with 6:44 left to go here. Till half, the Hawks have been shocked here at Duncan Field. David City Aquinas with the lead now at half at the in the second quarter. It's the Monarchs 28, 
St. Cecilia, nothing. You're listening to high school football on 1230 KHAS. If you're in the market to buy or sell a home, New View Real Estate is the perfect solution. Listen to one of their satisfied customers. We just purchased our new home from New View Real Estate in Hastings, and I am so glad that we did. And Dana and Connie were amazing to work with, and I would recommend these ladies to anyone looking to buy or sell a home. They are reliable and professional and are just wonderful to work with. Hi, this is Ann Halbert with New View Real Estate in Hastings. If we can be of any service to you too, please give us a call at 462-9111. We're located at 1239 North Burlington, and we look forward to meeting you soon. 1230 KHAS. High School Football tonight brought to you in part by Nebraska Land National Bank in Kearney. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. And by Tom Dinsdale Autoplex in Grand Island. All you need to know in central Nebraska is Tom Dinsdale Autoplex and TomDinsdale.com. Offensively, the, the old sheet looks a little blank here tonight. My goodness, this is uh, this is incredible. For St. Cecilia, we, again, we talked about a 10 offensive plays, 9 total yards for the Hawks. We look on the other side of Aquinas, 268 yards of rushing, 10 yards through the air. They have flat dominated this ball game as they continue to uh, steamroll the Hawks here at Duncan Field. Well, here comes another kickoff, 28-zip. Is the score. Helgeth is into the ball again, end over end kick. It's going to bounce, and now Kitten's got to go over here and pick it up. That's a live ball. He picks it up here at about the 10-yard line, back to the 15 and chopped down about across the 20-yard line to the uh, 23. So the Hawks will start deep in their own territory with only 6.39 to play here in the second quarter. I guess the good news is, is this might be the last meeting we see it for a while between Aquinas Catholic and St. Cecilia. Aquinas expected to move up to Class C1 next year. Well, and I still think they can complete, uh, compete quite well. This is a uh, tremendous football team, and you look at their sidelines, there's a, a number of guys in uniform, upwards of uh, 56, 57 guys on their roster, so they've got the numbers, they've got the power, and they're proving it here in Hastings tonight. They are impressive. All right, the ball officially at the 17-yard line. Grant Schmidt comes back out, hands the ball to Seeley, Seeley brings the ball to about to 20. Tackle, tackle is made by Kenton Kobza, the nose guard, 5'10", 200-pound senior for the uh, Monarchs of Aquinas Catholic. So Seeley picks up a couple of yards in a play, second down and eight yards to go. Seeley with five carries, just six yards. It's got to be frustrating for him. He's fought injuries the last couple of weeks, and he gets the starting nod. Again, not 100% with that ankle, and uh, he's trying hard. But, it's uh, again, this defense is tremendous. Wide receivers left and right. Kitten is uh, one single wide receiver to the left side. Here's a penalty flag down. They wanted to hand the ball away to Seeley, but we got a penalty flag. Blows this one dead. Hawks were probably in motion here. The officials will huddle again. So St. Cecilia trailing in the ball game, 28 to nothing here in the uh, second quarter of play. As the officials will confer here. Can't be that confusing of a call. You blew her dead here offensively. We don't have the uh, same group we've had the last four games here. This is a different group. so. Uh, oh, no, that group we've had, they're a fine-tuned machine. Where are they at tonight, anyway? Yeah. <laughs> Back home in GI, I think. There's a offsides call. It's going to be offsides against Aquinas. Offsides. So no movement there by uh, St. Cecilia. It's all that. And they finally called, say it was offsides. So instead of a uh, penalty against St. Cecilia, it's going to bring up a second down and about three now as the ball is pushed out here to about the 26-yard line. 6.02 left to go here in the first half of action. Again, uh, Hawks trail 28 to nothing. The Hawks looking for their first first down of the night. Wow. Wow. 
yeah, it's just mind-boggling right now how uh, how stymied this Hawk offense has been. Cass Howell is your wide receiver to the right side. Tino goes with him. Kitten comes to the left side of the formation. Now he comes in motion back across the uh, quarterback, and we got a penalty flag down. And now I bet the uh, Hawks were probably in, in motion here. It's going to be a illegal procedure call against St. Cecilia. So they get the, the five yards, and then they give them right back here. And now we're going to be looking at a second down and about eight to go. Ball's back here at the 20-yard line. St. Cecilia moving from our right to our left. Here in the second quarter of play, down by four scores. So second down and eight. We'll see what Seth Elley, the offensive coordinator for St. Cecilia, has got drawn up here. Zach Glass is now a wide receiver to the left side of the formation. Three wide receivers split out to the right side now. Second down and eight yards to go. Aquinas showing blitz. They hand the ball away to Seelan. He's chopped down right at the line of scrimmage. Boy, the uh, yards have been tough. Matt Kindler again. Who's blocking that guy? Obviously nobody. Matt Kindler into the stop there. He's been all over the place for Aquinas here in this first half of play. He gets a stop on Seely there after a pickup of only two yards in the play. And now St. Cecilia looking at third down. Third down and still about six or seven yards to go. The ball just across the 20-yard line. We're down inside five minutes to play here in the second quarter from Duncan Field tonight. Tino is now your wide receiver split to the left side of the formation. Wide receiver splits out wide to the right side. You've got Seeley in the backfield. Grant Schmidt waiting for the snap. He's got it. Backs up. Wants to throw. Tosses it across the middle. It's going to be caught there at the 35 to the 40. 45. That's going to be Glass. He's at the 40. He's at the 30-yard line, and he's going to go all the way for the touchdown. Zach Glass takes it all the way for the touchdown. 79 yards. 79 yards. Grant Schmidt to Glass, and that might be the uh, thing that ignites this thing. I didn't know that uh, Glass had that kind of a speed. Well, he's been on the offensive line most of the year. They bring him into a running back role last week when the injury happened to Hunter Fisher. But he gets in there as a, a slot receiver on that one over to the right side. He just run down about 15, 20 yards to the center of the field, kind of made a cut, and then the two defenders run right into each other. He was able to break free there. Kitten wanted helping him downfield on some blocking duties. But, yeah, Glass was uh, some good speed. And, boy, the Hawks uh, needed a big play. They got it there. 79-yard touchdown pass and catch. All right, Grant Schmidt now uh, attempt the PAT. Ball is down. And the kick is up. It is good. St. is saying that's exactly what they needed. A big 79-yard pass play from a Grant Schmidt to a Zach Glass. The PAT good. A three-play, 83-yard drive. And St. Cecilia is on the board. Four minutes and 30 seconds to play in the second quarter. It's now Aquinas 28, Hastings St. Cecilia 7. Purchase a set of four Mastercraft Avenger Touring, LSR, or Corsair HSX Tour Tires, and for a limited time, CPI Mr. Tire will treat you to a $50 Visa prepaid card. Choose a set of Corsair ATX or HTX tires and earn a $60 Visa prepaid card. Choose the tire you need and get something back. CPI Mr. Tire, serving all of central Nebraska. CPI Mr. Tire has a right tire for you. 1230 KHAS. Mike Jimmy Purcell back here at uh, Duncan Field. So all is not lost, I guess. Even the offensive coordinator, all is not lost here. You finally get on the board with the 430 left in the second quarter is 28-7. Uh, yeah, again, the Hawks uh, come up with a big play and an unlikely candidate out there, Zach Glass. 
again, being put into the uh, starting role because of the injuries that the Hawk offense has had. Glass makes a big play, biggest play of probably his career. 79-yard touchdown pass and catch from Grant Smith, and the Hawks get the seven on the board. Here's the uh, kickoff now by St. Cecilia down to the 20-yard line. Return to the 25, 30, 35, and 40, and he's going to be nailed here at the 41-yard line, bringing the ball back was uh, Connor Caranda, and he runs into Grant Schmidt. So the two number threes got together there. That was a great hit by uh, Schmidt. Yeah, Caranda making a big run back there, about 24 yards as he got out across the 40-yard line, and then out of nowhere, Grant Schmidt comes and sends the uh, direction back the other way. Big-time hit there by Grant Schmidt. And Aquinas with the football again at the 42-yard line, 423 left to go here in the first half. McGuire's going to fake, and now he's going to hand it away, coming back the other way. That's Caranda with the ball. He brings it across the 45-50 down to St. Cecilia Territory, down to the 45-yard line. So that's going to be another Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. They're going to say his D went down just shy of the 45. We'll put it at the 46. So Aquinas Catholic already with a 28-7 lead. They've got plenty of time to work here in this second quarter. Wide receiver splits out wide to the right side now. Double wing with that one lone setback in the backfield. Napier gets the call again. Napier just goes straight ahead down to about the 41-yard line. So Napier takes the ball down to the uh, 41. Tackle is made in there by Sam Clark, the uh, linebacker here for Hastings St. Cecilia. Give Napier a pickup of about four yards in a play, second down and six. And now Aquinas quickly up to the uh, line of scrimmage. They want to run, run another play here. Wide receiver splits out wide to the right side. There's a handoff. Pollan has got the ball. 25. He's at the uh, the 35 across the 30 down to the 25-yard line. Noah Pollan has got another. Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. So Aquinas just chewing up the yardage. Now they got the uh, Hawks back on their heels here. They're already back up to the line of scrimmage. Boy, the, the pace of this rushing attack. It's kind of hard to defend, and the Hawks are having all kinds of problems with it here tonight. Double wing set again. There's a handoff to a Napier, 25-20. Napier breaks outside, 15-10. And he's run out of bounds down around the uh, seven-yard line. Have you ever seen a rushing attack like this? Boy, it is a dominating, a dominating rushing attack. Aquinas now thinking points here, still with three minutes and 18 seconds to play. They're going to put the ball down here at the five-yard line. Double wing set again with a Napier in the backfield. They hand the ball away, taking it around the left end, crashing forward into the end zone for the touchdown. That's Pollan. Pollan taking it in from five yards out. And just like that, Aquinas, it's like they got mad all of a sudden. And now we got a, uh, a penalty flag. Now we got an injured player over there for uh, the Monarchs. But another five-yard touchdown by Pollan is now 34-7. 300 and 27 yards of rushing. I was doing some figuring over here. My pencil will be uh, needing to get to the sharpener here pretty quick as uh, Pallon with a, another touchdown here tonight. That's three of them on the night. That one coming from five yards out. Again, they're just big, big numbers, big holes. It is just amazing how dominating they are up front as they uh, rush this football over the St. Cecilia defense. And this don't look good here. Yeah, we got a uh, injured Monarch down there. Both teams are uh, taking uh, one knee as they will work over here on uh, the injured players. So we got an injury timeout. We'll take a break. Three minutes and 12 seconds to play in the second quarter. Oh, let's just keep it right here because I think, uh, nope, he's still down. 312 to play. We'll take an injury timeout. The score is Aquinas 34, Hastings St. Cecilia 7. 
Insurance plus financial services means more than insurance. They have a full line of investments plus life, health, and long-term care. Also offering both bookkeeping and tax preparation services in Fairfield and 715 South Burlington in Hastings. Stop at Thompson Oil Company, 806 East South Street for complete auto care. Or for your convenience store needs, go to the West 2nd Best Stop at 2nd and Laird. Both locations feature Phillips 66 Super Clean Gasoline in three grades, unleaded, E10 with ethanol, and premium unleaded. Thompson Oil Company, Hastings. 1230 KHAS. And your plan was an offensive lineman, Nathan Ermacher. Ermacher was the starting left tackle here for the Monarchs, but he gets up and heads off of the field under his own power here. 34 to 7 now is the score. Aquinas has got the lead over Hastings St. Cecilia with a PAT pending here from uh, Helgeth. McGuire will hold as we wait on the snap. Now we got a uh, whistle before we get the snap away. So we've got a penalty coming up here as the flags fly. Here comes the uh, case. It's going to be offsides call against St. Cecilia. And now we'll see maybe Aquinas might well, luck to go for a, a two point conversion here. So we got an offside call against the Hastings Saints to say a 34 to 7 is the score in the Class C2 State Semifinals tonight. That's going to be the case. They're half of the distance. They're going to start this one from the uh, one and a half yard line as they try to put it in there for uh, two points. They're going to hand the ball away to another man right there as uh, Pallon takes it in the end zone for the uh, two point conversion. So Pallon takes it in from uh, one and a half yards out for the, the two point conversion. Three minutes and 12 seconds to play in the first half, gang. The score is Aquinas 36, Hastings St. Cecilia 7. Get more than you expect at Furniture Direct. Feeling like you need to go out of town for the best value on your new furniture? Why waste your time when you can shop Furniture Direct in Hastings? Furniture Direct has everyday low prices on top-name brands like Ashley, Simmons, Beautyrest, and Catnapper. Plus, get more than what you expect with express delivery, no interest financing, and friendly hometown service. Why drive when you can get more than you expect? Furniture Direct, behind Sonic on South Burlington in Hastings. 1230 KHAS. Back here in the Husker Power Products broadcast booth. Powered by natural gas and diesel irrigation engines from Husker Power Products of Hastings. The window is open here tonight. Kind of a, a cool night, but hey. The window is open and enjoying a uh, nice, crisp night here tonight at Duncan Field. 36-7, not enjoying the ball game too much here as our homestanding Hawks have run into a machine. Well, they've run into a buzzsaw. We talked about it at half. Three running backs for uh, Aquinas Catholic could be over 100 yards at halftime. There's already one. Pallon has 112. We've got a couple other guys with 82 and 83 yards, respectively. Over 320 of rushing in this first half for the Monarchs. Ball is going to head to the far sideline. And again, uh, the Hawks just let that one go out of bounds. They let it go out of bounds. Hunter Stewart was back there. He just watches it go down the sideline. And fortunately enough, it, it goes across the sideline there. So a penalty against Aquinas. And the Hawks will get pretty good field position here. But only three minutes and 12 seconds to play here in the second quarter. Coming up at halftime, we'll check the uh, numbers for you. We'll check uh, the scoring in the first half. There's been a lot of scoring. If you're having just a... Uh, getting into the broadcast late. Also a little talk with Tony Harper, head coach at Hastings College. The Broncos playing their final game of the 2015 season tomorrow in Lincoln against Nebraska Wesleyan. Air time tomorrow will be at noon, 1 o'clock for the kickoff from Abel Stadium in Lincoln. 
Hawks will have the ball at the 35-yard line. Another penalty flag down. This is going to be an illegal procedure call against St. Cecilia. Well, the offense obviously flustered here tonight. Now they're making the uh, mental mistakes. These, these things are not showing up from uh, all the games we've done with St. Cecilia this no, year. No, they've just had a tough time getting going. The timing is off, and you can see the frustration really setting in with the uh, the players for the Hawks. That is the fourth penalty here in the first half. We talked about uh, the big numbers that Aquinas has and uh, just a tough night rushing for St. Cecilia. Tino is going to be your wide receiver split to the left side of the formation. Kitten will go with him. Two wide outs to the right side of the formation as well. Now Kitten goes in motion. They're going to fake the ball to him, and Schmidt will just take off. He'll go straight ahead for a couple of yards. So they fake the ball to a Kitten. Brad Schmidt just goes straight ahead where he is tackling the play there by Matt Kindler again. That was a pickup of about two yards in the play. Second down and 13 now after the penalty. Two minutes and 50 seconds to play here in the second quarter, 36-7. to A.C. St. Cecilia trailing here in the ballgame. Chris Lee, now your wide receiver to the left side with Kitten. Two wideouts to the right side of the formation. Kitten again goes in motion. Now they're going to uh, hand the ball away to him as he sweeps right side. Look out, down the sideline, 45-50, 45, and he's run out of bounds. Yeah, you got to get him the ball, I guess, any way you can. That time, uh, Kitten comes back on... A little wide receiver reverse play to the wide side of the field. And Kitten has got the Crozier Park Pharmacy first down and more as they bring the ball all the way down to the 47-yard line. That is the first first down for St. Cecilia, and it occurs with 2 minutes and 29 seconds to play in the second quarter. That is the biggest play as far as rushing goes from the line of scrimmage tonight. 21 yards into Aquinas Catholic territory with 2.29 left to go. Now we got penalty flags again. Another penalty flag. St. Cecilia wanted to throw the football there, and the penalty flag down before Grant Schmidt gets back there. Now it's going to be an illegal procedure call against St. Cecilia. These officials are on a uh, they're on a pretty good pace right now. Twelve. Twelve penalties in the first half. And obviously this was uh, on Alex Tino because he comes out of the the ball game now, and head coach Carl Tesmer beats him for a little one-on-one chat here on the near sideline. So uh, he's not happy. I don't know if he's barking at the official or what, but the official is standing right there as well. Ooh. First down, 15 yards to go. The ball is pushed back here to the 48-yard line. The Hawks are trailing the ball game by a score of 36-7. to Wide receivers all over the place again for St. Cecilia. Three out to the left side, and now we got another whistle, and now we've got a timeout. Now the uh, Hawks want to call a timeout. Offensive coordinator Seth Elliott wants to talk to the troops here on a first down and 15 call. We've got a timeout brought to you by Hess Auto Body of Hastings at 208 West South Street in Hastings. We'll be back with more right after this. When you're building the home you've always wanted, look to 400 series windows and patio doors from a brand most trusted by builders and remodelers. Anderson. With variety, style, and time-tested performance, it's no wonder that they're the most popular windows and doors. 400 Series Windows and Doors from Anderson. Why choose anything else? Available from Square Deal Lumber and Holstein. Buy SquareDeal.com or call them at 402-756-5881. 1230 KHAS. High school football action for you tonight here on 1230 KHAS and also online at 
HastingsLink.com. First down, 15 yards to go. Ball is at the 48-yard line. That's the St. Cecilia 48. Hawks are trailing in the ball game here by a score of 36-7 in this Class C-2 state semifinal ball game. Kitten again comes in motion. Here's Grant Schmidt. He takes it back the other way. Schmidt is across the 50-yard line, dives forward down to about the 45-yard line. So they bring Kitten one way, and then the play goes the other way as Grant Schmidt takes the ball around the right end. He brings it across the 50 down to about the 46-yard line. Tripped up on the play again. I think that was a Kindler over there again for the Monarchs. It's going to bring up a second down and nine situation now for St. Cecilia as we are just by the two-minute mark here in the second quarter. And congratulations to the St. Cecilia volleyball team. They beat top-seeded Guardian Angels Central Catholic today in the state volleyball tournament in the semifinals. They'll play Stanton tomorrow afternoon at 1 o'clock for the uh, Class C-2 state championship under first-year head coach Tara Jones. They swing the ball out here to Seeley. Seeley's going to throw it back the other way to Grant Schmidt. He's at the 45 to the 40, and he dives forward down here to about the 38-yard line. So they throw the ball out to Seeley, and he goes uh, right back to Grant Schmidt. A quarterback, this first time we've seen that play here this year. They pick up a... Now we got a penalty flag down right in front of the Monarchs bench. That would have been about a yard or so shy of the first down anyway, but I think this is going to be called on Hastings St. Cecilia, and the Hawks are self-destructing, Jimmy, here in the first half. Well, they really are. Just when they get a couple of good plays going, they get a good drive, get down into Aquinas territory, then a couple of penalties here. Has really set them back. Now it's going to be a uh, long second down call to be second down and about uh, 18, 19 yards to go. The ball back into St. Cecilia territory. 130 and counting left to go here again. Hawks trail 36 to 7. Yeah, the ball is pushed back here to, let's see, they're going to market it about to 47. So a nice play there is wiped off of the board. Three wide receivers out to the right side now. One wide receiver to the left. Here's Grant Schmidt. Same play. They throw it out here. Nope. Seeley's going to run with the football this time. Seeley at the 45, and he's tripped up as he gets the ball to the 50 to the 49-yard line. Tackle is made in there by James Kobsa, the cornerback here on this side for the Monarchs. A pickup of a couple of yards in the play, but St. Cecilia is still looking at third down and double digits here. Third down and about, what, 13 yards to go. The ball sitting right at the 50-yard line. That was a good open field tackle. On Seeley, he had some room out there if he was able to shake loose. Picked up, uh, what, about three yards. They got the football right at midfield for this uh, third down call. All right, wide receivers again, left and right. A pair each way. They faked the ball to Seeley. Schmidt wants to throw. Airs it out, looking for Kitten. That baby's way overthrown. Way overthrown to uh, Zach Kitten down here. Again, throws in a double coverage as the Monarchs had Kitten draped. Down here at about the 20-yard line, so an incomplete pass. Going to bring up a fourth down situation. Now fourth down and about 13 yards to go from the 50-yard line. And the Hawks will punt here with 25 seconds to play in the second quarter. Well, hopefully they've got the uh, problems figured out on the long snaps. They have been uh, less than impressive here. Seeley's done a great job just bringing them down. All but uh, one of them have been uh, very high tonight. We'll see what happens. All right, Seeley is standing back at here at his own 37. That one is right on the money. Not a very good kick. Again, it goes straight in the air. Fortunately, we're out here at the end of the second quarter. The ball is uh, bouncing around here, and it's finally going to be uh, down here at about the 39-yard line. Tell you what, the, 
Aquinas had a couple of guys in the area. You got to wait, get away from that ball when it hits the ground like that because that's not a round thing. It's kind of an awkward looking thing, and it can take a, a strange bounce down there. Yeah, Will Ryder was right in the area when that ball came down, and then it bounced back towards midfield. Only an 11 yard kick for Seeley. Again, the snap was perfect. Not a very good punt, and uh, Aquinas will just line up here. And uh, they'll go into the halftime mark with a big, big lead. They're going to just go back and uh, take a knee as McGuire goes back and takes a knee, and that's going to be in the first half of play. First half has come to a screeching halt, and it can't come uh, soon enough for Saints to say as they go in at halftime and trying to figure out something here to try to uh, stop this Aquinas rushing attack. We're at halftime of the Class C2 state semifinals here tonight at Duncan Field to score at halftime. It is Aquinas Catholic 36, Hastings St. Cecilia 7. You're listening to High School Football on 1230 KHAS. Here in the heartland of America, we need hard-working trucks. For working, tailgating, a truck gets a job done. At Tom Dinsdale, we promise first-rate customer service. And our extensive inventory and new facility will make your car buying experience a pleasure. From Omaha to Denver, don't buy anything without checking Tom Dinsdale Automotive in Grand Island. Tom Dinsdale, your truck destination. Maintenance is cheaper than repair. Now's the time to get your vehicle into Tice Auto Care for a winter checkup. Winter driving can take a toll on your vehicle, and it's important to make sure it's ready to take on the cold weather. Tice Auto Care can check your brakes, hoses, and fluids so that you're ready for the tough winter driving. Stop by Tice Auto Care and visit with Mike and the crew about your winter vehicle checkup. They're ASE certified at 3rd and Denver in downtown Hastings. Maintenance is cheaper than repair. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here at halftime at Duncan Field and Hastings 36-7 is our score. Aquinas Catholic has got the lead over Hastings St. Cecilia here tonight in the Class C2 state semifinal ball game here tonight. Our halftime show is brought to you by... Well, it's brought to you all season long. I've got it right here on the tip of my tongue. Tyson don't care. Remember these guys? They're your full-service total car care service center. Everything from tune-ups to complete overhauls. With over 40 years in business, you can trust that Mike and the pros at Tyson O'Care can keep your vehicle in tip-top shape. Tyson O'Care located at 3rd and Denver in downtown Hastings. So, really nothing has went right for St. Cecilia here in this uh, football game tonight. They had uh, Aquinas scoring in their first possession of the ball game. St. Cecilia comes back. They cough up the pig. They had a short field. Aquinas scores again. St. Cecilia again, unable to do the ball, and they're they do anything with the ball in their next series. And before you know it, it was 21 to nothing in favor of Aquinas in the uh, first quarter. And the Monarchs with a lead 36 to 7 here at halftime. So the scoring in the ball game so far, 8.02 to play in the first quarter. First possession for Aquinas, seven plays in 74 yards. A six yard touchdown run from Connor. Karanda got him on the scoreboard, 7-0 following the PAT. The second touchdown was a one-yard run by Lane Napier. The gap off a five-play, 48-yard drive. That made it 14-0. Then a 26-yard run by Noah Polan at the 253 mark of the first quarter. And before we had our shoes uh, all tied up here, it was 21-0 in favor of Aquinas. The Monarchs scoring again. Midway through the second period on a 30-yard run by Noah Polan. 
uh, gapped off a six-play, 84-yard drive. That made it 28 to nothing. St. Cecilia got on the scoreboard on a 79-yard touchdown pass from Grant Schmidt to Zach Glass. Following the PAT, it was 28 to seven. But the Monarchs come right back in their next uh, series, go four plays and 58 yards. They get a five-yard run from Noel Polan. They go for a two-point conversion, and St. Cecilia was penalized on the extra points. They get it half of the distance to the goal line. They go for two points, and they stick it in there. 36-7 to the score as the Monarchs have the lead over St. Cecilia at the break. Halftime stats brought to you by the Food Cupboard in Hastings. Find huge discounts on grocery, health and beauty products, general merchandise, and more. Located at the intersection of Highway 6 and D Street in Hastings, shop at the Food Cupboard and save big today. Well, big today, tonight, has been the offensive output for the Aquinas Catholic Monarchs. They have been impressive, to say the least, on the ground tonight. They have done a tremendous job. It has been 34 rushes, 328 yards unofficially in this ballgame. The quarterback, uh, Spencer McGuire, he's thrown it just four times. He's one of four for 10 yards, so 338 of total offense on 38 offensive plays. Nine first downs all on the ground for Aquinas. Five penalties in that first half as well. Some guys leading the way for Aquinas Catholic. Noah Pallon, 12 carries, 112 yards. He's got three touchdowns in the first half. Connor Caranda, seven carries, 82 yards. He's got two touchdowns. And Lane Napier with 11 carries and 83 yards in that first half of action. Was doing some figuring here while you were uh, doing your stuff. They're averaging 8.8 yards a play. If you want to look at rushing average, 9.6 a carry. That's pretty good. Yeah, I, I like that, your chances. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah. I, I think you're going to win a lot of ball games with those uh, averages. We look on the side of St. Cecilia, not a lot offensively for the Hawks. Grant Schmidt has gone all the way. He's four of eight, passing 85 yards. He's got one touchdown. That coming on that big 79-yard touchdown strike to Zach Glass. But it's been 10 carries and only 40 yards for St. Cecilia in the first half of action. So 125 of total offense on 18 plays the Hawks just with one first down and seven penalties in that first half of action leading rusher tonight Grant Schmidt just three carries 11 yards it has been tough going against this Monarch defense Seeley has six carries and just eight yards look at receiving numbers Glass with a couple of catches and 82 yards Seeley has one catch for three but that rounds out the Saints to say offense it has been Few and far between big offensive plays here for St. Cecilia. The biggest rushing play tonight, a 21-yard Zach Kitten carry. And then, obviously, that 79-yard touchdown strike to Glass as the Hawks find themselves trailing 36-7. to And really just no answer. It's been all Aquinas uh, from the kickoff. So we're at halftime here tonight. Tomorrow we've got our finale for the 2015 season for the Hastings College football team. The Broncos will be playing in Lincoln against Nebraska Wesleyan. Had a chance to chat with uh, Tony Harper earlier in the day. We will uh, take a break right now, come back and hear from the coach as we continue on the Tice Auto Care Halftime Show on 1230 KHAS. Are you tired of being just another number waiting in line to get your prescriptions filled? Hi, this is Scott Kirkyard, owner of Crozier Park Pharmacy in Hastings, and I would like to invite you to experience our personal service. At Crozier Park Pharmacy, we have speedy service, free mail order, and free delivery in the Hastings area. We're open Monday through Friday, 9 to 6, and Saturdays, 9 to 1. We are located at 405 East 14th Street by Crozier Park. For more information, call 462-4600, and I hope to have the opportunity to help you with your pharmacy needs soon. 
Physical therapy and sports rehab of Hastings 207 South Burlington is the place for all your rehabilitation needs. PTSR offers orthopedic, neurologic, and sports injury rehabilitation. A certified hand specialist is available for the more delicate upper extremity injuries. Aquatic therapy and balance training is also available. A certified athletic trainer is on staff as well. PTSR has a strong industrial services division providing physical and functional capacity testing as well as drug and alcohol screening. Visit them at ptsrhastings.com. Back at halftime, spent a couple of minutes with Hastings College head coach Tony Harper as the Broncos will close out their 2015 season tomorrow on the road playing in Lincoln against Nebraska Wesleyan. And coach, this is the, uh, it's the last game of the season and the uh, last time we'll get to see a Nebraska Wesleyan for a few years as they have moved up to the Division Three ranks next year. So I guess a lot emotionally riding on the ball game tomorrow. On both sides of the ball, or both both teams. You know, um, their seniors, this is their last home game for our seniors. This is the last time our seniors are going to be able to compete against Nebraska Wesleyan and be together. You know, we take this nice bus ride up there tomorrow and then we come back. And it's the last time. Everything tomorrow is the last time. And I heard the guys say it on Thursday. Casey Malfua said, he goes, guys, this is the last Thursday. This is the last two minutes. This is the last individual. This is the last time Coach Harf's going to yell at us. I mean, it's, so there's a lot of last, but we got, we got to make sure that we, we keep everything in perspective. It may be the last, but let's make it a great last. And there's never a last. There's always a next step in your life. So we got to make sure that we're focused and doing our jobs. Chance for us to finish out the season with uh, three straight wins. We've knocked out Midland. We've knocked out Dort the past couple of weeks, and now uh, Nebraska Wesleyan. That would be a big boost as, uh, heading into the offseason. It, it really would. I mean, it would give our guys confidence. It would give our young guys, um, you know, feeling that, okay, we're, we're here. We got to take a couple extra steps, but we put all everything that happened bad to us early in the season out of our minds. We've really responded. And I'm proud of how the kids have responded, how they didn't quit or kind of throw the towel in, like you said earlier. Um, so we got to make sure that we understand that. Plus, it, it's a big, from a recruiting standpoint, they're in Lincoln. You know, we want to re- we're going to recruit the same type of guys. So we want to be able to say, okay, this is what happened and, and go in there and compete. Last week it was a win over Dort, 62-31. Put up a lot of offensive numbers with 633. Looked like everybody that was on the offensive roster got to touch the ball last week. <laughs> I don't know if everybody touched it, but they sure touched the grass. And, and that was it was nice to see that happen. It's been a long time coming. Uh, that we've been in a situation like that, and you can go back for the past few years. It's been a while since we've been able to do something like that. But our offensive coaches and, and, and those guys on that side of the ball are starting to get more and more comfortable with each other. That just makes them more and more dangerous. Um, and I think they've done a good job parlaying that in, into putting it on the field on Saturday. Defensively gave up a, a lot of yards last week to Dort, but our offense uh, scoring 60 points plus. It takes a little sting away from that, doesn't it? Well, you know, you're being kind, but not really. Um, to, you know, to be honest with you, though, defensively, and this is something that I've tried to learn. This isn't 2009 or 11 when we had one of the top defenses in the league. This is it's just a different time and a different setup. You know, so you're going to give up some yards and some different things like that. But you got to know in the back of your mind is is the coach. Hey, the offense is going to get theirs. So if we can figure out a way tomorrow to put both the offense and the defense together with a solid special teams day, it's going to be a fun day because you go back to the Dort week, offense did great, defense struggled. You go back to the Midland week, defense did great, offense was you know moving the ball, but we didn't get points. So if we can put both those phases together and we're feeding off of each other and having the confidence that, that uh, we're going in the right direction – that's what we're looking for. It'd be good to see all three phases come together in this final game just to see how good this football team can be. It really would, but at the same time, we got to make sure our guys don't push the panic button when they get their plays. 
but uh, we haven't had a game where all three phases have been clicking to what we feel as coaches up to their top level. And, and if that happens, then I think you're going to see uh, a pretty good football game. Scouting report on uh, Nebraska Wesley. You know what they're going to do offensively. You know they got a new quarterback starting this weekend. The starter uh, that they had got uh, got hurt last week against Northwestern. He's more of a run threat. But, uh, you know, Nebraska Westerns kind of went away from when they ran the football at 21 personnel, you know, a few years ago back in the late 2000s. Now they're throwing the football around. They're three wide, four wide, five wide. And in the very next play, they're going to get into double tight and pound you. We got to recognize formation. We got to make sure we understand what the situation is. We got to be smart football players. Defense, their defense against our offense, we've seen about four or five different fronts from those guys. So the first series is going to be huge. We've got to make sure we're, we're communicating player to coach and coach to player on the sideline when they come off. And then special teams-wise, we've got to play sound and we've got to do us. We cannot, we cannot go to sleep, if you will, and just kind of go through the motions. We've got to stay focused the whole time. And yeah, this is probably the best uh, special teams unit as a whole in the conference, isn't it? Without a doubt. And, and it's the most consistent. It's the most sound. They do a great job with it. And that's why every year they're right up there battling against everybody. That's how they're able to beat Northwestern, a top 15 team, is their special teams makes a big play. They never hurt them, but they, they help them big time. And then they, they obviously create problems offensively and defensively as well. Anytime you play Nebraska Wesley, you got to get ready for that special gadget player or something they're going <laughs> to throw on us to maybe uh, come back and uh, haunt us at the end. You guys, uh, you preached that this week or just let things take care of that? Oh, no, we preached it. We're going to see how much we preached it, if we preached it the right way and if we let it soak it in the right way. Um, and, I, and I like how you said gadget play instead of trick play. I think that's a better term for it, but – we would throw in every session, every period for us, we would throw in a gadget play, whether it's their hook and ladder, whether it's their double pass, whether it's their dump pass, jump pass, reverses. We've tried double screens. We have tried to throw something in to, to let the, make sure the guys are focused on that. It's good that we can run that. Maybe that's in our repertoire tomorrow, huh? Oh, I don't know. We might <laughs> see what's going to happen there. All right, what, what's, what's the keys for tomorrow? How do we beat this team? Yeah, I think straight across the board, offense, defense, and special teams, we got to keep it simple. we got to keep it sound, number one. We've already talked about the trick plays. We've talked about the multiple fronts. We've talked about the consistency on their special teams. Got to keep it simple. Got to keep it sound. The next thing is we got to have great communication because we really don't know what we're going to see from a new quarterback and from a multiple front team. So we got to make sure everybody is on the same page like that. And then third, and we've talked about this, you, you mentioned it a lot, is the emotions in this game. We're going to go up and down on the roller coaster, but we can't go too high and we can't get too low. When they get theirs, and regardless whatever unit it is, we got to make sure our next unit comes out and answers the bell. So we can't we can't be getting flustered when something goes bad, and we can't get too excited when something goes good because that's the one thing with Nebraska Wesson and those coaches over there. Their guys are very even keeled. You never see them lose it. They're just they're just here. They are. They're going to do their job. So those are the three things that we got to focus on. And you know it's going to be a sixty minute game. I think six out of the last seven games have come down to a touchdown or less. So we got to play all sixty minutes, not fifty nine, not fifty eight, but sixty. Without without a doubt, I'm going to agree with you again, man. This is starting to get scary that you and I are agreeing all the time. But well, it's been nine, ten, eleven weeks now, so we, we're starting to figure it out. Yeah, I think yeah. a little bit. Uh, but, yeah, it is going to be a full 60-minute game. I mean, you go back a few years ago in 2011, a kickoff return for a touchdown, and then there was no scoring going on until the last time we had the ball and Tyson took it in for a short yardage touchdown run. So it is going to be 60-minute, and who knows? It might be even a little bit more than that. 
It'd be a nice way to cap off the season, wouldn't it? Oh, well, like I said, we always keep you on the edge of the seat, so you never know with us. Yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you. Hastings College at Nebraska Wesleyan tomorrow, 1 o'clock for the kickoff, 12 o'clock noon for the pregame show, and 1230 KHAS. Rivals Bar and Grill is a proud sponsor of all area athletes, teams, and coaches. Get to Rivals every day for lunch specials starting at $6.99. Rivals is also serving up the barbecue trio every Friday night, and Saturday night is the brisket special. Join Rivals for every Husker and Hastings Bronco game for a pizza and beer special only $21.99. Only at Rivals. Open daily at 11. Rivals Bar and Grill in Hastings. Join the Rivals team. Osborne Drive East in Hastings. Best of luck, teams. Keep your vehicle in top running condition. Rely on the trained professional mechanics at Halloran Automotive. They'll have your car, truck, or van ready for changing driving conditions. Safe driving starts with a stop at Halloran Automotive, 2001 West 2nd Street in Hastings. When it hurts, come to Burt's. Burt's Drug Stores in Hastings has the best prescription and over-the-counter service and free delivery six days a week. You get old-fashioned, know you buy your first-name personal service at Burt's Drug Store downtown Hastings and Burt's Pharmacy, 14th and Bellevue. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here at Duncan Field in the Tice Auto Care Halftime Show. Last C2 State Semifinals tonight, 36-7 is the score. Hastings St. Cecilia trailing Aquinas Catholic. Again, congratulations to the St. Cecilia volleyball team. They won in the state semifinals today over Tom Seated Guardian Angels Central Catholic. The team out of West Point beat them 15-25, 25-21, 25-23, 25-14. So uh, Tara Jones, first year as the head coach since taking over for Alan Vancura, has got this team playing for the state championship tomorrow. They'll play Stanton at 1 o'clock tomorrow afternoon at the Bob Devaney Sports Center. The uh, state semifinals going on in classes A, B, C1, and C2 tonight. Classes D1 and D2 will go on Monday. In class A, Millard North has won over Bellevue West in overtime. Final score of 35 to 34. In the second quarter, Millard West is out on top of Omaha North in the other game, 7 to 3. In class B in a ball game, Adam McCook tonight. It's McCook leading Aurora by the score of 14 to 7. They are at halftime. And in the third quarter now, Omaha Scott is uh, out on top of Elkhorn South by the score of 17-7. to So those are the couple of scores that we have in here tonight. That's across the state of Nebraska in the, the state playoffs here tonight. we got some other scores in Class C1. Columbus Scotus is leading Wilbur Claytonia at halftime, 28 to nothing. A final score, and now Norfolk Catholic winners over Boystown by the score of 48-14. to Oakland Craig is leading uh, Battle Creek here in Class C2. They're at halftime. It's 19-14. Oakland Craig with the lead there. Acing St. Cecilia obviously trailing Aquinas Catholic here, 36-7. As we get ready for the third quarter. And then we got to Class uh, the Six-Man Championship game going on tonight at uh, Foster Field in Kearney. And uh, Riverside, they're a machine, 52-6. They've got a lead over St. Edward in the six-man championship game tonight at Foster Field. Riverside has got the big lead. They're they're undefeated on the year, and I think they've run the table for a while there in the the six-man ranks. Yeah, they're a a good football team. We were looking at this at halftime. It is just amazing. We go to the Class B field. We're able to do some of the Class B games with Hastings High, but the same teams there, Aurora, York, Aurora, and McCook, they always seem to find a way to get into the semifinals and just beat on each other. You've got uh, Gross and uh, Norfolk Catholic. Norfolk Catholic is in there. Columbus Scotus, who, by the way, beat 
this David City Aquinas football team earlier in the year. But, uh, yeah, they're looking to go to Lincoln as well. And we're underway here in the second half. All right, the Hawks are trailing. The uh, run back is going to be by Farmers. He brings the ball to the uh, 32-yard line. So Saints is with little, if any, offense there in the first half. Take away that's a long touchdown pass. And they are trailing the ball game 36-7. to They've had no answer for the Aquinas uh, rushing attack defensively, and they've had no luck at all trying to get anything going against the Aquinas defense tonight. Well, that touchdown pass was 79 yards. They've got 85 yards of total passing. 40 yards of rushing is all 125 total offense. The Hawks need a, a score and a, and a lot of them in a hurry here in this second half. All right, here comes a man in motion to the near side. That's going to be Kitten with the ball. And again, we got a penalty flag down. How many penalties have we had tonight? We had a bunch of them there in the first half. I think St. Cecilia is going to be penalized here. Uh, Kitten was coming in motion, and I think he kind of feel a little bit too soon. It's going to be an illegal procedure call, illegal procedure on the line. 15 penalties. So this uh, this crew is... Off to a blazing start here. They were cranked up the first half, and already here, first play of the second half is a penalty flag again, 15 of them. And now the Hawks will be looking at a first and 15, the ball back at the 28-yard line. Just underway here in the second half. The winner moves on to the state championship ball game down at Memorial Stadium in Lincoln coming up a, a week from Tuesday. First down and 15 yards to go. There's a handoff to Seeley looking inside. He's going to be chopped down again. He gets a yard, maybe as a Seeley is having a tough time running the football here tonight as he moves the ball to about the 30-yard line. We'll give him two yards in the play. Second down and still about 13 yards to go for the Hawks. Three carries now and uh, actually, no, that'll be seven carries now and 10 yards for Seeley here in the game, far from uh, his season average. It's just been a frustrating night all the way around for this Hawk offense. Yeah, Seeley had 808 yards and 14 touchdowns coming into the football game here tonight. Grant Schmidt wants to throw, cocks the arm, throws it to the far side, and it's going to be incomplete. Knocked down over there. Nice defensive play by Noah Polan. That makes the play defensively, the outside linebacker. He knocks that one away. I think Cass Howell was the intended receiver there, but that would have been a short gain anyway. And now it's third down. Third down and 13 yards to go. The Hawks in their first possession of the third quarter, trailing in the ball game 36-7. And Pallon, uh, again, very quick to get over there and knock that football down before it gets to Hal. He's the leading ball carrier on the other side, on the offensive side of things, 112 yards in that first half of action. But he can do it on both sides of the football, as a lot of these guys for Aquinas Catholic can do. The Hawks now look at a third down and 13, the ball at the 30-yard line. Tino is your wide receiver to the left side. They've got two guys in the backfield. Now Tino comes in motion to the near side. And again, a penalty flag is down. Can we run a a man in motion and not be penalized? There's another illegal procedure call in St. Cecilia. So 16 penalties now in this uh, football game here tonight as they mark off another five-yard penalty. And that's going to bring the ball back to the 25-yard line and it's third down and 18 yards to go tonight. I don't know what Zach Kitten is doing anything different from uh, the other games when he comes running in motion and he kind of stutter steps. If he's leaning somewhat towards the line of scrimmage, they're going to they're gonna get him on it. But, boy, they're, they're nitpicky right now. And the Hawks look at a third down. It's 18 yards to go at the 25. Again, a man comes in motion. They fake the ball to him. No penalty flags. As Schmidt throws the ball downfield, it's going to be incomplete. Trying to get the ball to uh, Cass Howell down here, and they were nothing but white shirts back there surrounding Cass Howell, so it's going to be an incomplete pass, and it's now fourth down and 18 yards to go, and the Hawks will have to punt the football away. Seeley will be in to kick the football away. A couple guys will drop back deep for Aquinas. They'll stand somewhere between the 35 and 40-yard line, and now it's 
not going to be Seeley doing the punting. Oh, Seeley's had kind of a uh, rough night doing the uh, the kicking chores. This is going to be uh, Chris White, who's back there now for St. Cecilia. That snap was run out of the money. White gets the ball away. It's going to bounce here at the 48-yard line. Take a St. Cecilia roll across the 45 down to the 40-yard line. So Chris White gets off a 35-yard kick. Has been one of the better punts of the night. And now... The big problem is you're going to give it right back here to Aquinas Catholic with a 36-7 lead here in the state semifinals. Well, and again, this is a Aquinas Catholic offense that has averaged 9.6 carries, 9.6 yards a carry here in this first half of action, 328 yards on 34 carries. Very impressive. And they've got the football at the 40-yard line, 10.56 left to go here in the third quarter. There's a handoff to... a. Uh, Napier, as he carries the ball up a right tackle across the 50-yard line down to the St. Cecilia 45. So the old fullback comes blowing through there. Nothing fancy. He just follows a couple of blockers there. Finally brought down by Sam Clark in the play, but that's going to be another Crozier Park Pharmacy first down as uh, Napier takes the ball down to the St. Cecilia 45. That is 10 first downs. Everyone, I'm on the ground here tonight. And for Aquinas and the running back Napier, that is now 12 carries, 98 yards. They've already got Pallon over 100 yards. You're going to have a couple of them here just momentarily. There's another running play as they fake the ball. This is going to be uh, Pallon with it. He breaks. No, that's going to be McGuire with the ball. He's across the 40, down to the 35, down to the 33-yard line. So they faked the ball inside, and now here's the quarterback. He gets a rare carry as uh, Spencer McGuire carries the ball. He wants a piece of the action, too. Well, I was going to say McGuire just uh, doing a great play fake, faked both of us out here. I seen him out running on the wing. He still had the football around his hip. That was a 12-yard gain and another first down. There's a, a handoff again to uh, Carandas. He tries to get outside, and he does. He runs into a bunch of hawks there at about the 29-yard line, though. Karanda takes the ball to the 29. Now we got a little uh, extracurricular activity there. Mike Walls didn't like something after he brought down the ball carrier. Karanda has a couple of words with a monarch down there. But that was a pickup of about uh, five yards in a play. Second down and five yards to go. Aguinas Catholic with the ball down here at the St. Cecilia. 29-yard line. Here's another uh, reverse to this side with the ball. Here is going to be uh, Polan. He breaks a couple of tacklers, looks out. He's at the 20, down to the 15, down to about the 10-yard line. This guy is so shifty, Jimmy. He always cuts it back to the center of the field. Saints to say he came up with a the ball there. Mike Walls had it. They say he was uh, down, and Pallon has got to the troops set up in the red zone again down here at the Hastings Saints to say eight-yard line. 13 carries now, 134 yards for Pallon, 22 yards on that carry. That is the 12th first down on the ground, and Aquinas looking for more. I right, McGuire. Under center now as he calls the signals. He fakes the ball twice and then hands them all the way, taking it all the way to the goal line and into the end zone for the score is going to be uh, Connor Caranda. A couple of fakes in the backfield there. Caranda just, uh, he was the one of the wing guys. He comes around and gets the handoff and takes it in the end zone for the score, and it's now 42-7. to Aquinas demolishing Hastings St. Cecilia tonight. Caranda now with his third rushing touchdown. Ballon also has three rushing touchdowns in the ballgame, and Things continue to get ugly here in Hastings as uh, the Monarchs have put another six spot up. It's now 42-7 to PAT pending. That was a, a six-yard touchdown run officially for uh, Caranda. Here comes the extra point. It is through there. And now we've got an offsides call on uh, Hastings St. Cecilia. So we got a penalty flag down. We'll see what the uh, Monarchs want to do here. The last time there was a penalty on a, a PAT, they went for it. And that's going to be the case again. 
The mistakes have killed Hastings St. Cecilia here in this uh, football game tonight. They have not been in it since uh, the first quarter. Here's a McGuire again. He's going to hand the ball away. That's going to be Napier with the ball. Lane Napier, he takes it in there for the two-point conversion. So the two-point conversion is good following the offsides call at Hastings St. Cecilia. Nine minutes and 21 seconds to play in the third quarter. It's now Aquinas 44, Hastings St. Cecilia 7. Five Points Bank is strongly committed to investing in our community. This is what locally owned, locally managed banks do and do well. We are proud to be a leading supporter of the United Way's annual campaign. Also, we make meaningful contributions to numerous community, educational, and civic organizations in our quest to make the quality of life in our area as strong as possible. Giving back. It's part of our mission statement and helps make Hastings a great community. Five Points Bank. Locally owned, locally managed. The Better Bank. 1230 KHAS. Well, am I shocked that Aquinas Catholic is ahead? No. Am I shocked that they're ahead 44-7? to Yes. Yeah, I equally as uh, well. I'm uh, shocked as well. We knew they had a tremendous offense coming in, a great defense, but I really thought that St. Cecilia would be able to put uh, a few points on the board. Their defense, St. Cecilia's defense, had been playing pretty well coming into this ballgame, but, wow, they were just getting – Shut down. It's been at the line of scrimmage. They have dominated up up front. The Aquinas line now 387 yards of rushing in the ball game, and we've still got 921 left to go here in the third quarter. That's about what they put up on a, a four quarter average, and they've got it in just a couple of minutes yeah. into the the third period. That's how dominating this performance has been tonight by Aquinas. This is a a great football team. If they don't win the state championship, yeah, I don't know wrong. who is. I think the New England Patriots would have a tough time with this team. Here's a Kitten coming back with the ball as uh, he shakes a couple of tacklers and he reverses his field to the far side. Kitten still with it, 25-30. Kitten puts his shoulder down and drives his way out here to the 35-yard line where he's knocked down. So Kitten came all the way to the nearest side, reverses his field, took it all the way to the, the left sideline. And he's uh, running out of bounds over there at the... 35-yard line. One of the officials was pointing the other way. Did he cough it up? Now they're pointing back the other way. So Saints is saying he does have the ball here. One official on the far side was pointing that way. That's the wrong direction, guy. All right, so it's 44-7. to He's seeing Saints is saying he's trailing here in this football game tonight. In Class C2 state semifinals, the winner moves on to the state championship game a week from Tuesday down at Memorial Stadium in Lincoln. Here's a handoff to Seeley. Seeley gets it outside. He's 35, 40, chopped down to 41-yard line. Tackle is made over here again by uh, the cornerback on this side, James Kobza. Kobza, the 5'7", 150-pound senior here for the Monarchs. That's one of the longer runs for Seeley as he brings the ball for about, say, what, five yards in the play. I'm just going to say, you know how talented Seeley is uh, all throughout the year. That is his longest carry from scrimmage, five yards. Now Seeley with 15 yards on four carries. He's had one fumble in the ball game early in the first quarter. So they push the ball out here now to the 41-yard line. That's a St. Cecilia 41. The Hawks moving from our left to our right here in the third period, making a defensive switch up here on the line. Penalty flags are down again as Grant Schmidt runs the ball 40 to the 43-yard line. He is smacked down right in front of the St. Cecilia bench. Again, over here making the stop was James Kobza. But again, we'll check out the penalty flags. There's three of them out there as the officials will... Confer again. Another illegal procedure, Saints to say. What is going on that we cannot run a play all of a sudden? Boy, 
We're at uh, nearing the 20 penalty mark, and most of those have been on the St. Cecilia here tonight. And yeah. most of them have been uh, illegal procedure or calls like that. We have not seen too many major penalties tonight. A lot of them are just the, the five-yard varieties for illegal procedure. A lot of nitpicky stuff out there tonight by the uh, Zebras. 18 penalties in this ball game now. And the Hawks, after getting a, a six-yard gain from Seeley, now find themselves at a second down and nine at the 35-yard line. Getting is going to be a wide receiver to the right side. Grant Schmidt's got the ball. He's looking for him. Grant Schmidt throws it. It's going to be tipped, and it's going to be off of the fingertips of Tino. Incomplete pass out here. At about the 43-yard line. Follows to the turf. That's going to be a, a third down situation. We've now got a running clock here in this uh, third quarter with a score sitting at 44-7. to Didn't expect to see that in the uh, state yeah. semifinal ball game. Yeah, not usually in a uh, semifinal of a uh, state playoff action do you see a running clock. It's going to see a couple of them here tonight with some of the other scores that are, that are going on down there. SCOTUS will, uh, well, they're right about at a running clock. I know Norfolk Catholic is in, in their ball game, so it does happen. I didn't see it coming here tonight. Here's a Grant Schmidt. He backs up, wants to throw again, throws it down the uh, left side. The ball is going to be chipped, and it's going to be incomplete. That was Chris Lee down there. That was Zach Glass down there for St. Cecilia. In fact, they had a bunch of guys in the area. The ball was uh, deflected away, and that's going to bring up another fourth down situation here. So fourth down, and St. Cecilia will have to punt the football away again. For Schmidt, he's 4 of 12 now passing in the ball game. He's had... Five consecutive incomplete passes, just trying to find some sort of life, trying to feed it downfield, have somebody make a big play. And it just has not happened for this Hawk offense tonight. So it's going to be uh, Chris White back in uh, punt formation now for St. Cecilia. That one was nearly blocked. They're going to signal for the fair catch, and they'll make it here at the uh, 32-yard line. So that's where the Monarchs will take over. First down and 10. I was just checking the score of the the other ball game, Battle Creek, at last check, was still trailing Oakland Craig 19-14 to in the other state semifinal game in Class C-2. Norfolk Catholic, they have won tonight in Class C-1 over Boystown, 48-14. And SCOTUS, as Jimmy mentioned, with a 35 to nothing lead over Wilbur Claytonia. They're in the uh, third quarter of play. That's in the Class C-1. McCook still leading uh, Aurora 14-7 to at halftime. Omaha Scott has got the lead over Elkhorn South, 24-14. They're in the fourth quarter of play. 44-7 here. Aquinas Catholic demolishing Hastings St. Cecilia here tonight. As Aquinas, again, has got to football. They've got it down here at the 35-yard line. A pickup of three yards in the last play. Second down and three. Well, they knew we were going to rush the football. Aquinas was. And that's what they're doing. We have no answer for the rushing attack tonight. No, we don't... Uh... We don't come up with a stop here pretty quick. We're going to be over the 400 yard of rushing. And, and again, we're still with 445 left to go here in the third quarter. Again, the clock is running continuously now. There's a man going in motion. They're going to hand the ball away to him again. A sweep to the far side. Look at him chew up the yardage across the 45 out to the 50 to the 49 yard line. It's Connor Caranda again carrying the ball for another Crozier Park Pharmacy first down to the St. Cecilia 49-yard line. They just, they just run the exact same uh, offensive set all the time. They've got a wing set up to each side. They've got a fullback that's about a yard, yard and a half behind the quarterback. They do a lot of misdirection in the backfield, and they go sweep right and sweep left, and we have no answer for it right now. And they do it so well. They've got three guys now over 100 yards in the ball game. 
That is a 15-yard gain, the 14th first down, and the football into Hawk territory yet again. Man comes in motion. They're going to hand the ball away to him here. He's across the 50, still on his feet, takes it down to about the 47-yard line. They're starting to sprinkle some new guys into the ball game now. Matt Navrakol is into the ball game now, a 5-foot, 4-inch, 123-pound sophomore. So they're getting some new folks into the ball game here in the third quarter with 3.31 to go. Well, I would, too. you looking at a state championship on the line next week. You really don't need any uh, silly injuries. Here late in this ball game, you're well in command with a 44 to 7 lead. You really got to 10 days to rest before the uh, state championship ball game. There's a sweep to the right side, 45 to the 40, and down to the 37 yard line. Carrying the ball there was James Cobza now. James Cobza, we've seen on defense most of the night tonight, picks up a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. And now the second teamers are running the ball against the St. Cecilia defense. They've got it down here at the Blue Hawk. 38-yard line. For Kobza, that was a eight-yard carry off the right side. But, again, it's all set up by the blocking. And then you get the, the wide receivers again. When they split out, they come back. Crackback blocks have been tremendous here tonight. They have really opened up some nice seams. And the runners, they run so tough. It is uh, very tough to bring them down. Aquinas now with another first down and 10 call. And now they're starting to use the clock as they're watching uh, the coaches on the, the far sideline. They hand the ball away there, and it's going to be uh, stacked up in the backfield here. Kyle Petrie carrying the ball there. He's uh, knocked down in the play. That's one of the very few plays that went for a loss this, this game. We're loss of one, second down at 11. That is the second play for loss of yardage. You remember the one they had in the first quarter when they fumbled the football, had to jump on it. It was a loss of three. So only two plays that have been stopped behind the line of scrimmage. Everything else has been... Full-blown, big, big gains. Second down here and uh, about 12 yards to go. There's a pitch play again. That's going to be running back coming to the near side. He breaks into the open down the sideline. He's going to take it all the way down the sideline for a touchdown untouched. Matt Nagrol taking the ball down the near sideline. He takes it the distance for a score, and not one Saints to say a Blue Hawk got a hand on him. No, and a great job. He takes it off left side, switches hands, puts it over in the left arm, got a couple of good blocks and tremendous speed. He opened her up to the outside, and he went in untouched from 40 yards out. The snow plow continues to roll here against the uh, Saints to say a defense. So Nagrol takes it uh, to the house from uh, 40 yards out there to make it a 50 this seven ball game. The PAT is going to be good. And the route continues. A minute and 44 seconds to play here in the third quarter. It's Aquinas 51, Hastings St. Cecilia 7. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. 1230 KHAS. Tonight's game brought to you in part by Nebraska Land National Bank in Kearney. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Tom Dinsdale Autoplex in Grand Island. All you need to know in central Nebraska is Tom Dinsdale Autoplex and TomDinsdale.com by Mary Lanning Healthcare celebrating 100 years of inspired care and by Husker Power Products, your full service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings 
and Sutton. 51-7. to Hastings St. Cecilia is trailing here in the third quarter. Well, they racked up 165 in the first quarter. They racked up 163 in the second quarter. They've racked up 128 yards here in the third quarter. You know what that totals? 456 of rushing in this ball game. They have now bumped it up to a 10-yard average per carry in this ball game. Unbelievable. So here comes the uh, kickoff now from uh, Nolan Helgeth, who's getting a workout here tonight with his kickoffs and over-end kick. And it's going to come down here to Kitten at the 15, back to the 20. To the 25, still on his feet, 30-yard line, and he brings the ball to about the 35 or 36 before he's finally brought down. That's where the St. Cecilia offense will start here with a buck 32 left in quarter number three. Yeah, this obviously is going to be the last game of the season here for uh, Hastings St. Cecilia. Now you're going to uh, start to wonder about the uh, Carl Tesmer and the gang. I have no indication yet that he's going to call it quits, but you never can tell after every year. You're just, you're just waiting for the big announcement. He's been here for a, a long, long time, and you would think that this year, maybe next year, uh, could be all she wrote for Carl. I've had no indication yet, but you just kind of wait for the, the official announcement. Huh? He has had a masterful career here at St. Cecilia. He's built uh, a lot of good programs. There's a uh, pass that's swung out there. It's going to be grabbed there. Running with the football is going to be... Uh, Let's see, across the uh, 40-yard line. Kitten. Yeah, Kitten grabs the ball out there at the far sideline, takes it to the 41-yard line. So a pickup of about five yards in the play. Metal block there all of a sudden. You talk about Carl uh, not knowing what uh, the future holds for uh, Coach Tesmer. Uh, Again, he's kind of let some of his uh, coaching duties go. He's kind of got some of the younger guys in there. Seth Elliott's kind of taken over calling the plays and uh, Carl just kind of walks around as a, as an administrator. So you wonder, uh, like you said, you just you wonder how things are going to play out here in the next few weeks. Second down and six yards to go. Kitten has got the ball now in reverse. Looks like he wants to throw it, but he's going to run it. He's going to be hitting down. He goes, no gain in the play. A lot of running there. No gain in the play. Tackle is made in there by the uh, Monarchs and over here making the stop for uh, Aquinas Anthony. Burrish who's into the ball game now. That's going to be the end of the third quarter of play. So three quarters in the books. We've got one quarter to go in the Class C2 state championship ball game or the state semifinals here tonight. Three quarters in the books. The score is Aquinas 51, Hastings St. Cecilia 7. If people look at the history and what Mary Lanning has attempted to provide for 100 years is amazing. I would hope that within the next hundred years, the hospital and its staff would not lose sight of its history, why it's here, why it was developed, why Mr. Lanning put it together, and why it was called Mary Lanning Memorial Hospital. I think Mary Lanning's role in the community will always stay strong, and the hospital will always be something that the community will be proud of. I see it as remaining a community hospital that provides the best service for the people of this area. Celebrating 100 years of inspired care. Mary Lanning Healthcare. 1230 KHAS. 
so Aquinas has got the lead over Hastings Saints to say a 51-7 as we head to the fourth and final quarter. Going in the fourth quarter stats brought to you by the Food Cupboard and Hastings. Find huge discounts on groceries, health and beauty products, general merchandise, and more. Located at the intersection of Highway 6 and D Street in Hastings. Shop the Food Cupboard and save big today. We've talked about big all day long. 456 on 46 carries for Aquinas Catholic in this ballgame. Just 10 yards rushing. They've only tried four passes here tonight. So four, 66 of total offense, 15 first downs through three quarters. For St. Cecilia, 90 yards through the air, 47 on the ground, 137 total. And the Hawks just with three first downs in this ballgame. And they will line up here. It's a third and six at the 40-yard line. All right, so the fourth and final quarter underway. Grant Schmidt stays in there at quarterback. He backs up, swings it out here, and it's going to be incomplete. That ball was thrown low down around the uh, shoot tops of Sealy on a little swing-out pass here. So now it's uh, going to bring up a fourth-down situation for Saints to say. They'll have to punt the ball away. You mentioned there are only three first downs for Saints to say all night long today. Wow. Well, it's just been tough going again, this defense. You talked about it at the pregame show. We've talked about it all game long. They are uh, very impressive. And without seeing Oakland Craig or Battle Creek, we know Battle Creek's got a good squad, but so does Oakland Craig. I don't care who they are. This team right here, if this isn't the state champion, like you said earlier, I'll, I want to see who it's going to be. Bring in the Patriots, the New England Patriots. Maybe. Fourth down here, Saints will say you will punt. That snap is going to be low. They pick it up on the hop. White gets the ball away. A pretty good kick. It bounces to the 35 across the 30. It's the Saints to say you roll 25. And it's going to be blown dead. Here at the 22-yard line. So in the fourth quarter, a running clock here. After the ball game, we will have our player of the game. We're going to have to do some searching for that, baby. And then we got the uh, coaches' post-game show, and we'll get you uh, all the scores that we have in. A lot of the games are still going on uh, throughout the area. Should have some final scores by the time uh, we get out of here here tonight. So, again, the Saints of Sylvia volleyball team, they won today. One bright spot for the Hawk fans. They won today in the state semifinals over... Uh, Guardian Angels Central Catholic and St. Cecilia will play for the state championship tomorrow against Stanton. That ball game will be at 1 o'clock. It'll be at the Bob Devaney Sports Center and we'll have the game over on Classic Hits 98-9 KKPR. First down in uh, 10 yards to go. And now they got the uh, second string quarterback in here as well. We're liable to see anybody that's in a uh, white jersey coming out here to, to play here tonight. This is Gavin Reck. Is into the ball game now. The uh, sophomore quarterback in there for the Aquinas Monarchs. They move the ball from the uh, 30, actually the 22 yard line to the 23, a pickup of one yard on the play. So, first teamer is going to be uh, on the sidelines for the rest of the night. 9.50 to play here in the fourth quarter. Aquinas out on top of Hastings Saints to say about a score of 51 to 7. Now, Rank just standing there as he looks to the far sideline. They're using up all the uh, Play clock, everything they can here to shorten up this thing. There's another handoff, fighting for some uh, running room here as they take it off a of right tackle for a couple of yards. Sam Clark in the stop there for Saints to say a kitten is uh, in the stop as well for the Blue Hawks. Carrying the ball there for uh, Aquinas. There's another new man in the ball game now. It's going to be Josh Rowe. Roll a sophomore running back. So basically, the, the sophomore team must be out here now for Aquinas. Well, I was going to say, uh, Probably going to be hard to get a 100 yards unless they break one here in the fourth quarter. They've been dominating all night. Three guys over 100 yards. Napier with 104, Crandall with 113, and Pallon with 134. Pallon with three touchdowns, Crandall with three. 
a Napier with none, but it's been impressive. Now they fumble a snap down here, and they got to fall back on top of the football. That's a Gavin Wright falling on top of the ball, and now it's a fourth down situation. So the little Monarchs, the little Monarchs, they couldn't do anything with the ball, so they'll have to go three plays and out here and have to punt the thing away. Dropping back deep for Hastings Saints to say is going to be uh, White's back there for Saints to say. Yeah, Chris White stands back here at his own 45-yard line to accept this punt. These have been, I think this is the first punt of the night. My memory serves me correct here. First punt of the night for Aquinas as he get the ball away. That's a booming kick. White backs up, backs up, and watches it go over his head. Now he picks it up down here at the 30-yard line, looking for blockers. He's back to the 35, and he is spun down here at the uh, 37-yard line. So White brings the ball back to the 37, where he's tackled in the play. Down there on special teams is a Grant Romshek for the uh, Monarchs. And Al Hastings Saints to say it will start another drive here with 7 minutes and 50 seconds to play in the fourth quarter. It's a 51-7 ball game in favor of Aquinas. 47 on the punt and about 7 on the return. And you're going to see a lot of dejected seniors for St. Cecilia come off the field as we've got got the second and third teamers in for St. Cecilia. So 12 seniors will be playing their final game here. And Grant Farmer, I believe, will be in there at uh, the quarterback. Well, they got people running in and out here. They're going to be hit with a delay of game if they don't get up there soon. They run up to the line of scrimmage now. They're going to uh, get set. Yeah, Farmer is in there at quarterback now for Hastings St. Cecilia. They get the snap away, and they hand the ball away. That's going to be uh, Hunter Stewart with the ball. Hunter Stewart carries the ball for about a yard. Now, that's uh, that's one thing. Hunter Stewart was a guy who they really had penciled in as a, a starter here tonight in the backfield, and that's the first carry of the night, I think, for uh, Hunter Stewart, and it comes here with a game well out of reach here at the 754 mark. Uh, this uh, fourth quarter. There hadn't been a whole lot of rushing for Saints to say in the whole game. Four carries first quarter, six carries second quarter, three carries third quarter, and one here. Seeley ends the night with just four carries and 15 yards. All right, so Farmer in there at quarterback now as he hands them all the way to White. He slides through there across the 40, 45, onto the 46, 47-yard line. So uh, Chris White carrying the ball there for Saints to say. That's going to be a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. And that's only the, what, fourth first down of the night? Fourth first down, that a nine-yard gain by White up near midfield. It'll be down at the 48-yard line with uh, 6-15, 6-14 and counting in the Hawks season. Well, the Hawks going to finish this season 11-1. and Another very successful year for Saints to say, but they're going to come up uh, well short of their intended goal here for the 2015 season. And like we have seen all night long, here's another penalty flag down. So the Little Hawks having the same type of problem. It's going to be an illegal procedure call, and Saints is say are going to be near 20 penalties. I think that is the 20th that, penalty. Yep. That is correct. 20 penalties in this ball game at the 6:01 mark in the game. A plethora of illegal procedure calls here tonight. Unbelievable. First down and 15 yards to go. The ball is pushed back here to the 43-yard line. So Saints is say on the attack here. They're in their own territory. 51 to 7 is the score. This one was uh, done early here tonight. Farmer in there at quarterback. He's going to run to the right side, and the quarterback keeper gets away. 40. He's at the 45 to the 46 yard line. As Farmer moves the ball for a couple of yards, tackle is made in there by Aquinas. That's going to be 
Kyle Petrie into the stop there for the Monarchs. So now Saints are saying looking at second down. Second down at about 12 yards to go. That was a pickup of three yards in the last play there by Farmer, Grant Farmer of Easting St. Cecilia. A bunch of little Hawks coming into the ball game as they try to see some playing time here. Trying to earn their wings. Yeah, you got to earn your wings you on this earn, team. That's exactly right. Second down and uh, 12 yards to go. The ball is at the uh, 46-yard line. That's the St. Cecilia 46. Wide receivers split out wide to the left side. Farmer wants to throw. Backs up under pressure. He's hit and he's sacked. He's sacked back here at the 36-yard line. Busting through there is Kyle Petrie again for Aquinas. A huge loss all the way back to the, uh, they're going to mark it at the 39-yard line. So it's going to bring up a third down and long now. Boy, he's seen Saints to say. So that, some long faces down here on the Hawks sideline as uh, Randy Aaron talks to a lot of the seniors that are just watching this thing, probably shaking their head in disbelief. Yeah, didn't expect this one. Uh, definitely knew it was going to be a tough, tough test for the uh, Blue Hawks, but, wow, they've absolutely been demolished. Here's a farmer. He's going to swing the ball out here. That's going to be a lateral pass as uh, Clark comes over here and covers the ball up here. That's a lateral pass as Clark falls on it here at the near sideline at the 30-yard line. Carl Tesmer, the head coach for Hastings St. Cecilia, is standing with his arms crossed here right on the sideline at about the 42-yard line. You got to wonder what he's thinking right now. Blues team trailing 51-7 to with three minutes and 40 seconds to play in this state semifinal game. Over uh, Carl's years, you wouldn't see too many uh, lopsided losses like this. This is a, a devastating loss for Saints to say they were never in this ball game. They trailed 21 to nothing in the first quarter. Here's a high snap again back to White. He's going to get the ball away. We had problems with that all night. Here comes uh, the Monarchs. They come up and signal for the fair catch and make it here at the 45 yard line. That was a Gavin Reich back there for the uh, Monarchs. So it'll be uh, three minutes and seven seconds to go. Here in this ball game, and Aquinas will have to run just a couple more plays. Now we got a timeout. We've got a Hastings Saints to say a timeout here. The center defense timeout brought to you by Hess Auto Body. If your vehicle needs a timeout for a new paint job or auto body work, see Dave and the crew at Hess Auto. They're at 208 West South Street in Hastings. They get your vehicle looking good with every little timeout. We'll have more right after this. Comfort means something different to everyone, and Frigidaire offers home comfort solutions as unique as your family. You can design systems that control seasonal allergens, humidity, and other environmental factors, or get rid of hot and cold spots with independent comfort zones. Call 402-463-4853, and Rutz Heating and Air Conditioning will work with you to design the system that's perfect for your family. Experience trusted Frigidaire comfort and exceptional service from Rutz Heating and Air Conditioning in Hastings and Kearney. Call 402-463-4853. KHAS. Well, the other side, it's uh, Oakland Craig out on top of Battle Creek tonight. They're in the fourth quarter now. Oakland Craig has got the lead over Battle Creek by a score of 27-14. It is 51 to 7 here. Aquinas has got the lead over Hastings Saints to say. We see our third quarterback in there now. And here's another uh, running back. He's going to run the football. That's Andy Lyons with the ball. He carries it for about a yard as they move it across the 45 to about the 46 yard line. Nolan Hartman is the uh, quarterback, 5 foot 9, 137 pound freshman. We talk about the, the youth on the Saints to say team. Tell you what, Aquinas has got some uh, young guys too. And 
what I've been hearing, they're going to probably be moving up to Class C1 next year. So, chances these two teams are playing one another in the, the, the playoffs are probably uh, very slim for next year. If the enrollment numbers stay about the same as what we've been talking about. They move the ball now at a running play to the 47-yard line. So it's a one-yard gain again, third down and eight yards to go. We talked about Aquinas, uh, the roster that they have, 12 seniors on this football team. But you look at some of the losses. Crand is a senior. He'll be gone. Pilon will be a senior and uh, also McGuire. So the couple of running backs and the starting quarterback. So they do graduate a lot. But, boy, they just uh, – Ron Mimic continues to build this program each and every year. They're always in the middle of the uh, playoffs. They're down at eight yards to go. They're going to toss the ball here, and it's going to be uh, stopped. Trevor Siraki carrying the ball there for the uh, Monarchs, and he's going to be hitting the play back here in the original line of scrimmage. So they've run three plays and a net of zero yards, and it's fourth down and 10 yards to go. The ball is still sitting at the 44-yard line with a buck 20 left in this football game. The season is going to end here tonight. Racing Saints is saying they'll wrap up the season 11-1, and one, short of their goal of reaching Lincoln. Fourth down and 10. They're going to go for it here. Why not? You're up 51-7. to seven. Up under center, wide receivers left and right. There's a quarterback. He's going to come out there and just run the ball. That's Hartman as he gets it to the left side, and he's going to be nailed right at the line of scrimmage. So uh, no gain in the play there. And now uh, what Saints is saying is going to burn a timeout with 55 seconds to play. Saints is saying he wants to get uh, uh, another string of players in there. So we'll take a quick timeout. 55 seconds to play in the game. It's Aquinas 51. He sings Saints is saying a 7. Get more than you expect. Direct. Feeling like you need to go out of town for the best value on your new furniture? Why waste your time when you can shop Furniture Direct in Hastings? Furniture Direct has everyday low prices on top name brands like Ashley, Simmons, Beautyrest, and Catnapper. Plus, get more than what you expect with express delivery, no interest financing, and friendly hometown service. Why drive when you can get more than you expect? Furniture Direct, behind Sonic on South Burlington in Hastings. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here at Duncan Field in Hastings. 55 seconds to go in the football game. 51 to 7. Hastings Saints is say a trailing here in the ball game. The Hawks have got the ball. We're going to have some uh, new Hawks out there. This is Luke Rodriguez carrying the ball and nearly got his head taken off. Uh, he's smashed down here at the uh, 46-yard line. Loss of one yard in the play, second down and 11. Well, they call that timeout. And boy, you talk about youth. Look at the little guys out there. Looks like... Uh, just a skosh bigger version of midget football out there. They got everybody on the uh, the field that's suited up tonight, and that's good. It's playoff football. Get them youngsters in there. All right, wide receivers left and right. You wouldn't think they'd be throwing the ball here on second down and 11. Here's a handoff again to Rodriguez. He's going to be hitting down. He goes on our third quarterback in there. That's going to be Thomas Rediger. Rediger is the uh, freshman, 130-pounder, so basically the uh, freshman team out there. Under 10 seconds to play, and that's going to be probably all she wrote here. The Hawks uh, in their huddle with three seconds, two seconds, one second, and the ball game is going to be over. Hastings St. Cecilia loses here tonight to Aquinas Catholic. So the Monarchs come to town, and there is no doubt this is probably one of the better teams we have seen here in a while. We, we heard a lot about them, and they are as advertised here as they come to town, and they really demolish a very good Hastings St. Cecilia team tonight. They beat the Hawks by the score of 51-7. to 
So uh, Aquinas will move on to the uh, state championship ball game a week from Tuesday down at Memorial Stadium in Lincoln. And they'll play either Oakland, Craig, or Battle Creek. And again, at last check, it was 27-14. to 14. Oakland, Craig had to lead over Battle Creek in the fourth quarter of play. Hastings St. to say will end the season with a mark of 11 wins and one loss. So we'll take a break, come back and check the numbers. You're listening to High School Football on 1230 KHAS. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. If you're replacing your old windows, make sure you replace your old window problems. Go with the most trusted name in windows, Anderson Windows and Doors. Time-proven, durable, low-maintenance, and energy-efficient. And with their beautiful wood interiors, you're not just replacing, you're upgrading. Anderson 400 Series Replacement Products. Because there's no replacement for confidence. Available from Square Deal Lumber and Holstein. Buy SquareDeal.com or call them at 402-756-5881. 1230 KHAS. So, East St. Saints is saying they wrap up the season tonight with a loss here in the state semifinals to to Aquinas Catholic. Final score of 51-7 in the ball game tonight. Again, was 21-0 at the end of the first quarter as Aquinas scoring in a six-yard run by Connor Caranda. They got a one-yard run from also a Lane Napier and a 26-yard run by Noah Polan. 21-0 after one quarter. They tack on another 30-yard touchdown run by Polan early in the second quarter to make it 28 to nothing. The Hastings St. Cecilia score was a 79-yard touchdown pass from Grant Schmidt to Zach Glass. Made it 28 to 7 with four minutes and 30 seconds to play in the second quarter. They got another uh, touchdown run. Aquinas did as they came right back following that St. Cecilia touchdown. They got a five-yard touchdown run from Polan to make it 36 to 7. That was the score at halftime. They score a couple of more after that. A uh, six-yard run by Connor Caranda to make it a 44-7 ball game. And uh, Matt Knuckle, the uh, third, fourth running back that we saw in the ball game tonight, got loose on a 40-yard touchdown run to make it 51-7. And that's the uh, final scores. Aquinas wins it tonight over St. Cecilia, 51-7. As we check the uh, final numbers in the uh, ball game. Here tonight, and a, and a lot of them for uh, Aquinas Catholic here tonight. They are those final numbers to be brought to you by the Food Covered in Hastings. Find huge discounts on groceries, health and beauty products, general merchandise, and more. Located at the intersection of Highway 6 and D Street in Hastings. Shop at the Food Covered and save big today. For Aquinas Catholic in the ball game again, we talked all night long how impressive their rushing attack was. It, it very much uh, was all evening long. For the Monarchs, 53 carries, 456 total yards. McGuire, Spencer McGuire, their quarterback, just threw four passes. He completed one for 10 yards, so 466 of total offense in the ballgame, 15 first downs for Aquinas. Some individual leaders, we talked about the, their, uh, their guys that really excelled tonight. Noah Pallon had 13 carries, 134, three touchdowns. Connor Caranda had 10 carries, 113, three touchdowns. And Lane Napier 
rounds out the 100-yard rushers for Aquinas Catholic with 14 carries and 104 yards. For St. Cecilia, just nothing offensively all night against this defense. They took all the horses that St. Cecilia had on the field, took them out of uh, any kind of rhythm that they had. For St. Cecilia, it was 5 of 14 passing for Grant Smith tonight, 90 yards. The Hawks rushed it just 20 times for 43 yards, so 133 of total offense in the ballgame. The Hawks just with four first downs in the game. Individual leaders tonight, there's not many. Dayton Seeley finishes tonight, four carries, 15 yards. Grant Schmidt carries it three times for 11 yards. On the receiving end of things, it was Zach Glass with a couple of receptions, 82 yards. He had that one big 79-yard touchdown pass in the second quarter. Seeley had one catch for three, and Zach Kitten one for five. So you talk about Zach Kitten, he game before against UTAN had a rushing touchdown, a receiving touchdown. They really got him involved in the game, but again, double coverage tonight on him. They tried to go over the top, not to be had. David, or, uh, David City Aquinas is a very, very good football team. And again, in uh, what, about seven, eight, nine days, I don't be surprised they won't be crowned uh, C2 state champion. They are an impressive football team as they – dismantle the Hawks here at Duncan Field. 51-7, to the final score here tonight. Aquinas wins it. Stick around. We've got the player of the game coming up next in the Coach's Post Game Show. You're listening to High School Football on 1230 KHAS. Play-by-play of tonight's game has been brought to you by the KHAS Radio Sports Boosters. Stay tuned. Our high school football coverage continues with the player of the game and the Coach's Post Game Show on Hastings' link to high school sports. 12.30 a.m. KHAS Radio. The holidays have arrived at Bob Sass Flowers and the store is bursting with the latest holiday decor. Receive 20% savings store-wide at the holiday sale now through November 14th. Hi, this is Amy and I want to personally invite you to come and experience the exciting new Christmas decor that is sure to complete any home with warmth and holiday spirit. You'll find wreaths, candles, swags, tablescapes, and much more. Bob Sass Flowers is celebrating 60 years of bringing joy to families and homes with flowers and home decor. Real people delivering real love. The player of the game is brought to you by Tom Dinsdale Chevrolet, GMC, Cadillac, BMW, and Hyundai at 1708 South Web Road in Grand Island and online at DinsdaleAuto.com. St. Cecilia dropping one here tonight to Aquinas. Final score of 51-7. to This is the player of the game on 1230 KHIS. Again, defensively, uh, Grant Schmidt, seven tackles in the uh, football game here tonight. Chris Lee got in there with uh, six tackles, also making six stops for uh, Hastings St. Cecilia here tonight was uh, Mike Walls and then uh, uh, Zach Glass had the uh, big pass play on the the offensive side of the ball for Saints to say all candidates for our player of the game will come back and name our winner right after this. Here in the heartland of America, we need hard-working trucks. For working, tailgating, a truck gets the job done. At Tom Dinsdale, we promise first-rate customer service. And our extensive inventory and new facility will make your car buying experience a pleasure. From Omaha to Denver, don't buy anything without checking Tom Dinsdale Automotive in Grand Island. Tom Dinsdale, your truck destination. Our player of the game tonight for Hastings Saints to say is going to be uh, Zach Glass. He's the only uh, really bright spot in the football game here tonight as he got loose and uh, got a 79-yard touchdown pass from uh, Grant Schmidt. 
The Bull and the Hawks within uh, 21 points at one point, 28 to 7. So Zach Glass is going to be our player of the game tonight. He accounts for about 83 yards in the offense for Hastings St. Cecilia here tonight. But the Hawks losing to Aquinas final score of 51 to 7. Stick around. The coach is up next. You're listening to High School Football on 1230 KHAS. The player of the game is brought to you by Tom Dinsdale Chevrolet, GMC, Cadillac, BMW, and Hyundai. Located at 1708 South Web Road in Grand Island and online at DinsdaleAuto.com. Stay tuned. Our high school football coverage continues with the Coach's Post Game Show. Up next on Hastings Link to High School Sports, 1230 AM, KHAS Radio. To some, winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Others say it's not whether you win or lose, it's how you play the game. But everyone can agree that the uniforms and equipment you play in make a big difference in how you play and how you win. Plus the personal service of Steve Verinol, Tino Martinez, TM Sporting Goods, on the bricks, 2217 Central, downtown Kearney, TM Sporting Goods, a division protein design. The Coach's Post Game Show is brought to you by Cully Pipe and Steel, 405 West, South Street in Hastings. Now, back to the broadcast booth with Mike Will and Jimmy Purcell. All right, back here at uh, Duncan Field again, a 51-7 loss to Aquinas here tonight for Hastings St. Cecilia head coach Carl Tesber. And uh, Carl's going to join us on, on the post game show here tonight. Coach, I'll tell you, I just ran into a, uh, a real machine tonight. Aquinas is as advertised here tonight. Well, they did. They brought their A game, and doggone it, they're good. There's no doubt about it. And, and they're, you know, it's a tough thing to say. They're a better, probably better football team than we are, but we're not as bad as we look tonight, Mike. I just, you know, we had a lot of penalties and things and made a lot of mistakes, and, and uh, so we just kind of added to the, to the mess. But, um, you know, we had an outstanding season and I, we ran into a buzzsaw. That's all there is to it. And, and uh, they played well. They brought, like I said, they brought their A game. They made very few mistakes. And what did they did make, they made early. And they got settled down. And, and uh, boy, I'll tell you, there are a couple of those kids, uh, outstanding football players, Palin, of course, and, and, and Napier. The fullback didn't hurt us. You know, last year the fullback hurt us. Uh, this year it was the, uh, the running back. So uh, I just, you know, it, a lot of little things. It just it was not easy, and both sides of the ball we had we had, we had our problems on both sides. Yeah, we fell behind uh, twenty-one to nothing in the first quarter, and uh, had a fumble in there. They gave him a short field. Mm-hmm. We had a, a punt in there. They gave him a short field. You can't give a team like Aquinas uh, the ball on your side of the fifty-yard line. No, no. And then they play the psychological game with it because you know you're not going to score a lot of points, and so then all of a sudden you're down twenty-one, and you know, and you're saying in the first quarter the game's over because I don't know how we're going to. But yet we came back and scored, and so that helps, and and just seemed to fire them up a little more. But uh, yeah, it, it's just you, you've got to, you know, you just got to play a complete game. I, uh, you know, a lot of very impressed with their their players and their coaches. They just did an outstanding job. We we kind of talked about their their defense when I had a chance to talk to you uh, throughout the week. I, I think they were even tougher than uh, maybe the, the numbers might indicate. That was a rock solid defense tonight. Oh, I, you know, and and they seem to do a lot more things that. They're building on that defense. I don't remember him blitzing quite as much. He's got a lot of seniors in there, and uh, they blitz. You know, they come. But even you know, uh, they, from the outside, I thought they blitzed a little more. And I think it was a defense designed to to, to, to catch up with the spread offense, and they they did a nice job with it. 
And in all fairness, you know, we, when we had time, uh, we, we found a receiver too. And then when we found a receiver too, they dropped the ball. So I don't know. It was just kind of a, it was very difficult uh, to get anything going because we just we had so many penalties. It just seemed like it's so difficult to try and, 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 and get something going. But again, their defense, uh, pretty rock solid, pretty darn good, pretty tough. They floated the ball. They get after it, real aggressive, nice team. Dayton Seeley, uh, we did have his services tonight, but he had a, a tough time uh, getting getting going in this ball game tonight. You know, and, and he has got the bad wheel, but yeah, it, there just wasn't much there. Poor old Dayton, he never. I got it. You know, if we could have got him started and got through, but you know, it's it just wasn't that to be, and 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 they they got after us tonight. They were just a little better up front than we were. So a. Uh, Probably not the way we wanted to end the season. We thought we might have a shot at maybe heading to Lincoln, but this was a great football season at eleven and one, and maybe one of your better football teams here. You know, it it it's record-wise, yes. You know, for, without a doubt, and and with a lot of adversity and kids that played with heart and 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 really tried their best. And gee whiz, if somebody was going to tell me that we were going to lose four of our starters throughout the whole year and still finish uh, in the semis and and be playing one game away from Lincoln, I, I said, no way. And and yet, you know, that's again, that's a tribute to our kids that just hung in there. And luckily, I don't think we lost anybody, uh, you know, tonight. And at least I don't think we did. And, and, and people are going to be able to go ahead and, and get on with their their high school careers and their, and their wrestling and their basketball and things. And so, um, but yeah, an outstanding season, Mike, without a doubt. And, and uh, it just that you never know where it's going to end. And it ended here tonight in, 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 uh, in, 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 in a difficult situation in tough fashion. Senior class for you. Uh, what can you say about this senior class? Well, they just gave us everything they had. And, you know, a lot of emotion after the game because they wanted it. But it just, boy, I tell you what, it, it just, it was tough. To, it was as tough to watch, I'm sure. And it was tough to play in and, and tough to coach. And, uh, you know, you just, I don't know, it's a, it's a frustrating situation to be in. And, uh, and it just didn't seem to end. It just, it, we never really, never, ever really got going. Can we look forward to 2016? Well, we've got a, yeah, we've got a nice group of kids there, and and uh, outstanding. You know, we've got a good group of kids coming back, and uh, you know, there's a lot of work in the off season, but there's some talent there. There's a lot of talent, so um, we got a lot of work to do. Offensive linemen uh, we've got to step up a little bit. You know, we just are, we we gave the best we had. We just didn't have any depth there, and and uh, it showed. So yeah, yeah, I, I, this team is is going to be. There's there's plenty of good football left here at Saint Cecilia. Well, I see you in 2016. <laughs> I know. It's not time to start thinking about well, that. No, no. I, I hope I'm still alive. <laughs> <laughs> so am I. We get this old coach. You, you got to worry anyway, about the, the next day and not next yeah, year. Right, right. right. So. At this age. But anyway, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know yet. But anyway, that's, I'm, yeah. Thanks for all the help all year long. We'll worry about that when, it, when the time comes, huh? Thank you, my man. Thank you. Carl Tesmer, the uh, head man for Hastings Saints, to say it. I don't know why. I just had to ask that question. I, I knew what he was thinking. I knew what he was thinking. I knew what everybody else was thinking, too. About throw you out of the window. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I thought uh, there was a chance that he was just uh, he, he's a little older than you are. But I thought he was going to throw you right out uh, on your noggin. But uh, Carl and I have been together for years yeah, and years. So. Yeah, it is. And uh, what a tremendous football coach. Again, he's uh, had some uh, great football teams, and, and uh, we'll – We'll let the chips fall where they may uh, as the year goes along. But, again, a, a very successful season for St. Cecilia 11-1. There's a lot of teams out there that would just love to be 11-1. and But the, 
they fall one game short away from uh, Lincoln. Let me see if I can get you up to date on some scores. Again, the Class A state semifinals. Millard North has beaten uh, Bellevue West in overtime today, 35-34. The other game, we got just a halftime score. They had a late start tonight. Millard West was leading Omaha North by the score of 21-3. to In Class B, the Aurora Huskies have come back. They've now got a fourth-quarter lead over McCook. Adam McCook is the Huskies 21 and the Bison 14. The other game in Class B is final. It's uh, Elkhorn South beating Omaha Scott by the score of 28-24. to In Class uh, C1, we've got, uh, let's see, my sheet is going to update here soon. We've got to Boys Town losing to uh, Norfolk Catholic today by a score of 48-14. to uh, 14. That game is final. The other C1 score is also final. Columbus Scotus beats uh, Wolver Claytonia by a score of 41-7. to 7. So Scotus will play Norfolk Catholic in uh, Class C1. Acing St. Jose again losing to Aquinas tonight, 51-7. to 7. And Oakland Craig has just beaten Battle Creek, the number one seed. Oakland Craig 27 and Battle Creek 14. So Oakland Craig will play Aquinas Catholic uh, on uh, Tuesday, November 24th. Or, yeah, November 24th at 245 for the Class C2 state championship down at Memorial Stadium. So high school season in the books tonight. A loss tonight for Hastings Saints to say a 51-7 to to Aquinas here in this one. Yeah, just really took all the studs away for uh, St. Cecilia offensively. And, uh, again, it was over from the uh, get-go, trailing 21 to nothing very early in this ballgame. It just made it tough to crawl out of. Uh, hats off to Ron Mimic and his Monarchs as they go for another state champion. I don't know how that uh, Oakland Craig's going to beat them. It'll be a dandy game to watch, obviously, but uh, a very successful season for the Hawks. All right, well, tomorrow we'll have Hastings College football for you. We'll be on the road playing in Lincoln against Nebraska Wesleyan. Airtime will be at 12 o'clock noon for the pregame show, 1 o'clock for the kickoff. Hastings College and Nebraska Wesleyan tomorrow on 1230 KHIS. We'll also have the uh, St. Cecilia Volleyball State Championship game with the Stanton. That will be tomorrow afternoon. They will play at the Bob Devaney Sports Center. That one will go at uh, 1 o'clock tomorrow. We'll have the match over on Classic Hits 98.9. KKBR beginning at about 12.50. That'll wrap things up here from Duncan Field for Bailey Crow, my producer and engineer, Jimmy Purcell, for Gene Shaw. I'm Mike Will, wishing you a very pleasant good evening from Hastings. You've been listening to the Coach's Post Game Show. Our Bronco football coverage continues with the fifth quarter. Coming up next on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, 12.30 KHAS.